<laughs> right, today, ladies and gentlemen, I have the mighty Gus Olsen in the house. And uh, if you don't know who he is, you should. He's a personal trainer, he's a Schrantz Coast, and he doesn't like to say it, but he's a model too. That's <laughs> <laughs> not true. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, if life was a video game, I would select the Gus loadout. That's very kind. Yeah, That's right. very kind. Um, so, thank you for coming. Pleasure, mate. Like, Pleasure. It's awesome. I know you through Coach D. Uh, yeah, good guy. Legend. Very yeah. cool. Very kind man to lend me his time and talk about men's mental health. Yeah, um, yeah. I watched that one. I did. Nice, nice. Yeah. So you guys uh, kind of operate in the same industry, right? The fitness industry. Yeah, we work in the same place. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So we literally. Uh, Brighton. Yeah. Uh, yeah, before, yeah. Before COVID. Yeah, before COVID. <laughs> when we were allowed to. Um, yeah, we work same place. Yeah, so that's how I know him. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That must be nice to work with Coach D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's cool. Um, so... There's a ton of topics in this episode that I want to touch on. And I also did a Q&A on Instagram. So there'll be some questions from uh, the audience as well. So I'll try and break them up. Um, so why don't we start with um, strength training and powerlifting? Because that's kind of like your main thing, right? Like, sure. Yeah, yeah. Would you mind breaking that down for someone that has no idea like how or what that is? <laughs> so the, ult- the ultimate goal of strength training is basically to just make the body stronger. As simple as it put. So incremental increases in weight you naturally gain muscle from that mm. and then you just become overall more athletic so yeah. that's the basis of strength training yeah powerlifting you're looking more at the big three so you're looking at getting better at bench squat and deadlift mm. that's the essential with those three um but ultimately yeah they're just about bulletproofing the body getting stronger and it has so much carryover to so many other things. So I think everyone should strength train. Oh, yeah, from. everyone should. Yeah, they don't have to be ginormous. People always think of it as like powerlifters or people like that. Just these just like giant behemoths yeah. that run around. But it's in reality, it's everyone would benefit from doing some sort of strength training. Yeah, and if you do it enough, you become a behemoth. That yeah, if, well, <laughs> as, but it, if you eat to become one of those, yeah, it's not like it just happens. Like you just you have. There's a a meticulous plan mm. that is good you're going through incrementally to get to a certain size which you have to over time it doesn't just happen yeah. boom and happen yeah which there's is no one, cheat. yeah it's which is one of the weird things <laughs> i mean there are some cheats that, but uh, <laughs> yeah but you want to yeah, stay away from those in yeah. terms of like longevity health or you got to become a chemist and it's like mm. that's very complicated and yeah. can be a very dark path unless you're oh yeah you know you've got some great doctors or you've got like a surplus of cash to yeah. do it the best possible way and the safest possible way but most people don't have that it's kind of like the kamikaze method into fitness right like, yeah you're I'm just going in balls to the wall just <laughs> yeah. bang yeah, when I'm 70 I'll be able to walk yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean yeah. I think I've got a friend of mine uh, shout out to Charlie here who knows a lot about it and he says like you can there is ways you can do it safely um, and there probably is I mean I'm not an expert in it at all um, like but... Schwarzenegger he came out than his yeah yeah also with him it's a weird it's a weird one because at the time when he was taking them they weren't illegal so it's it's different in a sense like it's just like something they were all doing Mm. and they knew they knew the they knew probably knew some of the implications but it wasn't like today where it's like explicitly stated that you can't take it but yeah that's a lot everyone does so it's there there's there's other ways (laughs) all the bodybuilders are just getting around it rather than they have to say that they're not but (laughs) Fair. It's an interesting uh, side to it, but I, I do uh, respect more the natural way that you've gone through. Yeah, that was always my my goal when I was like young. I just didn't have an interest in it for some reason. I was obsessed with trying to beat people in mm. terms of like, how strong could I get? I mean, and obviously they beat me. Um, 
but you can get pretty close. You can, get pretty close. You, can you can you can try your best. I love that mindset. I love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I love people that are like, oh yeah, I want to work out, but I don't want to get too big. And it's yeah. like, you know how hard that is. Yeah, I'm like, that's gonna take you years. Yeah. You're gonna have to be like thinking about what you're eating. Yeah, you're gonna be like, it's 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 not easy to become you know very heavy and very large. Yeah, otherwise everyone would do. Exactly, it's hard to maintain. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a process. It's a lifestyle. I used to know this Australian dude called Ewan and I loved him as like a Labrador and uh, he got like way into fitness like because uh, he wanted to become a stripper and he just like okay. in like a course of a year he got really ripped but it's all, it's all about aesthetics yeah, yeah yeah just he went into like sculpting mode I guess um, and uh, he used to regularly say to me my it's 80% diet 20% workout <laughs> I didn't believe him so is that true can you solve that myth is it more diet than workout if you you could work out as hard as you could imagine right you could Put everything into it mm. if you don't eat the required calories mm. and the macros to to increase in size you will not Fair. yeah you can there's if you have five bricks you can't build a wall you know yeah so it's it if you're breaking it down to the simplest form ever if you don't eat enough you will not grow amazing end <laughs> so people that are like ripped you know what i mean like skinny but ripped sure is that uh, like a example of people that have exercised to that extreme but not taking on the calories it depends what body type they're going for not everyone is going for bigger yeah some people are going for i want to be 70 kilos mm-hmm. and as, have as much muscle mass as i can like they might compete mm-hmm. you know at that at that weight ultra runners yeah, yeah. so yeah. they might be like or, or even powerlifting anything like that they might be like right i'm 70 kilos mm-hmm. how strong can i get there people don't some people don't want to have to eat loads, get bigger and bigger and bigger. It does put a little bit more strain in your body. Yeah. Like if you've got smaller frame, mm-hmm. I think some people carry it better than others. Mm-hmm. So those guys that are really, really ripped at a certain weight, that might, might well be their goal. They might be like, oh, I'm 70 kilos and they just keep building up that neural connection, getting stronger and stronger and stronger, building more muscle mass in their discipline. Mm-hmm. And then their workload and the amount of calories they're eating, they might be around maintenance. Mm-hmm. So they sort of stripping away the fat over the years and then they become this kind of like, it looks... On face value, you're like, oh, that guy's so rich and so muscular. How did that happen? But really, it's like years of work of yeah. him being, I'm going to be this weight and getting stronger. So his muscle to fat ratio is changing throughout his time of training. Mm. So you can kind of see that with um, Hugh Jackman, right? Like the first Wolverine movie. Sure. He's like big, but the last one, he's like shredded. Yeah. Like, now, now the, problem with, the problem with looking at like celebrities is normally health. Let <laughs> <laughs> me put it that way. Yeah. I mean, that was a great movie, the last one. Logan was a brilliant movie. Um, and he looked great, but he also even his body type he didn't look like that so if you look at what he actually spoke about he mm-hmm. went on a water fast yeah for ages to make his skin thinner and all that kind of stuff all of those things aren't maintainable so yeah. it's for that well, i can't remember what the scene was he's like angry in his bathroom something yeah. like that and it's, <laughs> and it's got his shirt off and he looks brilliant but even he didn't look like that it yeah. was from the, the the water fast that he was doing at what cost what yeah cost so, so that's even weirder because it's like he probably had help yeah and he still went on some extreme water cut to go through it. And there's debates on whether that actually makes a difference and things like that. But mm. um, I'm, not, I'm not a bodybuilder, so I don't, I don't know the, <laughs> the, the ins and outs of water and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> How to make your skin as thin as possible isn't why. There was this weird time where like bodybuilding, you, you know, you had to become like the gym guy, but you also had to become like a fucking scientist to yeah. like, understand this stuff. Yeah. And uh, it, it really highlighted that like it isn't this knucklehead industry like right. it's so much knowledge in there yeah. it's stuff that i can't even digest i claim to be like relatively able to take on information sure. but like when it comes to fitness like and, and muscle building and 
proteins and what they do and amino acids yeah. like it just i struggle to to understand it i mean you got to think about in terms of there's that argument between science and anecdotal evidence right mm-hmm. so but if you look at bodybuilders no one's got to their size apart from them yeah so they they you the easiest way to dismiss them as sort of meathead idiots is they mm-hmm. go like oh they don't know and it's just anecdotal and you go yeah but also they're the one percent yeah you know or less than that it was like probably 0.1 percent that got to that size so they have the biggest depth of knowledge in terms of how to get yeah. to that size how to build it so it's it's an interesting mm-hmm. debate when people say they're idiots maybe they're putting their health in a bit of a risk and things like that but they're they are pioneers in a sense of yeah body pushing, transformation pushing you know. the boundaries of the human ability yeah, right? super like, physiological levels all that kind of stuff yeah. whether you agree with it or not they are and their word does have some merit in terms of how i think a lot of people uh they're afraid of like acknowledging their ego right you know like if someone's healthier and bigger and stronger like sure they're gonna want to be here too like yeah. like people that are just like you know i'm skinny but oh you know i know he's big mate but you know i'm oh you <laughs> I don't really like it myself. Like you would want to, if it came easy, yeah, you yeah. would choose it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. like, and there's, there's people that can acknowledge that and just be okay with it. And then there's people that just like underline, you know, just jealousy and, and dismiss yeah, it. And so. we all have it. Like I'll, we'll joke around, like um, we'll see someone stronger, like mm. say in the gym or someone will outlift me and things like that. And I'm like, oh, he's definitely on steroids. Now I know in my head he's not, <laughs> yeah. but you do it and you joke around and you're like, he's definitely can't beat me. Yeah. But, but there are people that are just better than you at certain stuff. You're better than other people. Yeah. it's just how it goes yeah you, you play to your strengths right and, yeah but you know, it makes you feel better to go they're yeah. definitely doing something <laughs> yeah it, like if i wanted to be as big as you and uh, i couldn't achieve it because of like for whatever limitation like i would have a horrible life to beat myself up but if i acknowledge yeah. that i'm probably meant more for running because that's where my strength is like i can i can run more and... more slow twitch rather than fast twitch that kind of stuff yeah yeah and i'm just like, okay with that although have you ever tried to build up lots of mass it did and i suppose this ties in with our next subject i fell into like fads like not because i didn't you know susceptible to like just like well bullshit people that are charismatic they're selling things oh you need this protein i was working around like doormen that were taking steroids and you know but i didn't really know what it was and they were like you walk out for a few months and then uh, i give you this in a couple of weeks and you get big you know so uh, what's that? And they were like, "Don't ask." <laughs> and I was like, "Hmm." <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't want it. I don't want it. It's cool. <laughs> but yeah, I was taking creatine and shit, and like, I didn't really sure. know what I was doing. And I was like, "Well, if I don't know, why would I try?" Like, you know, I should understand if I'm gonna do it. So, um, and then I just got like swept up in like what I do, like artwork and stuff, and like okay, okay. my main source of like. Because I'm, I'm like a biscuit addict, man. I like, sure, <laughs> sure. fucking love a biscuit. So. <laughs> They're very easy to eat. Great yeah. for calories. Yeah, I like, like a special packet. So <laughs> to, to live like that, I have to run a lot. So I was like, well, if running means I can eat biscuits, I'm just going to run. So yeah. And then I just... Hey, you can eat biscuits. Weight training too. Oh, yeah, you can. You can. So how long did you um, weight train for? Um, So on and off for like a couple of years i'll do like okay. three months and then i'd burn out because of an injury like my shoulder still like pops now okay, sure, i was sure, like sure. i was like throwing weights up there right, okay. so momentum yeah, like, yeah sure, so right. stupid that's right. what you got to avoid yeah yeah stick to that solid form and then you can progress it but so you've only had like three months say like of consistently training with it. yeah yeah so yeah. it takes it takes a much longer than that so you actually okay. don't know you could have the potential to build probably a large yeah. mass. and most people do yeah they just don't do it the right way so <laughs> they jump in like someone's trying to sell them a supplement or something like that yeah, this yeah. sort of miracle thing mm-hmm. whereas in reality it's know how many calories your maintenance is mm-hmm. eat slightly above it train with good form mm-hmm. focus on getting stronger not on the aesthetics and then your body will build 
if you're obsessed over the pump and all these kind of things constantly, yeah. yes, there is that pump can help and exercise yeah. like that. But ultimately, I built my entire physique and just wanted to be stronger. Nice. That was it. Right. Yeah, and that's how you typically, if you are strong, mm-hmm. you typically look strong. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, it's just a great byproduct of it. I I would argue that my biggest holdback would be my willpower okay. towards that, and I think that ties in with mindset. Um, and I think if you're certain in what you're doing, like it's easy to do. So I want to like get into your mindset. So when you first started, like you said, it was the competitive side to it. Was it like what compelled you to to like I don't know go for like add on another bit of weight and like just and well, you should be aiming to add on a bit of weight every single time. As okay. long as your form is good mm-hmm. and you understand the movement, you should be aiming. It's like that old cliche of if you're maintaining, you're actually going backwards. Because ultimately, if you just keep maintaining that same weight as your top weight, yeah. eventually that's going to become, you know, your maintenance weight's going to become your top weight. Mm-hmm. So you're sending yourself back the other way. So you always want to be striving to get better. Just like you're, you wouldn't go running mm-hmm. if you had a challenge of like, how quickly can I do it in a certain time? you wouldn't hit a certain time frame and just be like, I'm just going to do this time forever now yeah. and I'll get better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep running that same time. Yeah. Eventually that time is going to get hard to run. Yeah. Whereas if you were constantly beating it or just progressing a little bit, say like shaving five seconds off your time mm-hmm. every time, then you go back to that number that was your great number and then it's easy peasy. Whereas yeah. if you're just maintaining and just focusing on that, that's where it can be really difficult. No, but that's the definition of madness, isn't it? Repeating the same thing, expecting different results. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So specifically your like your your mindset i want to understand like what goes through your mind or what was like your driving factor i guess there's multiple like questions and points here that will kind of tie in with this because i'm always fascinated by this psychology because i think like you say it's like if someone's not taken away by a fad or you know they're not given the wrong advice and they are given the right tools and diet plan and, and training um then like why couldn't they but i think a lot of people are still like held back by like the inside like their, their will to like do this so i guess yeah the driving factor behind like why you decided to get strong was it sure like, this could be some like deep psychology you don't want to talk about <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I, think, I, think it's, I think people are always looking for, for a really deep meaning behind it i think mm-hmm. i lucky in the sense that i really enjoyed it yeah so as soon as i could i remember getting my first weight set from argos mm. when i was 15 epic 70 kilos nice. and trying to carry it back myself <laughs> <laughs> and uh the thinking I could, it was like a, it was like a half hour walk or whatever and it took me something like two and a half hours to get back um annoying everyone on the way like i was just resting on the, the ball out of their house just being like i can't i can't carry it i need electrolytes <laughs> yeah but as soon as i started um i don't know whether you had the same thing with running as soon as i started doing it i was like no i like this i like this yeah. isn't this isn't so like obviously it's work in terms of it's it's challenging mm-hmm. but i wouldn't miss it if it wasn't there so i was lucky in that aspect but i think a lot of people miss out on the enjoyment of training and weight training and building up muscle and all that kind of stuff mm. because you look at everyone just looks at the end goal you look yeah. at the end goal, you look at Instagram. I mean, mm-hmm. anyone can get down from looking on social media for a period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've also got like, not only are these people enhanced typically, mm-hmm. they're also editing. Yeah. So not only are they like not changing their, not only are they adding like say shadows and things like that, which mm-hmm. is, you know, not too bad if that's actually what your body looks like. Yeah. But people are genuinely distorting the <laughs> angles and making things larger and smaller. And you're trying to compete yeah. with that. And I think, I mean, I've fallen into it where I've been like, ah, oh, that guy's so much stronger. He looks so much better. And you, yeah. you do get down, but you have to realize that in real life, if that person walked past, they probably wouldn't look like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to constantly tell yourself that. Mm. And then that compounded with the fact that 
everyone's selling like a six week, eight week, 10 week, 12 week. You're like, well, if I haven't done it in 12 weeks, I failed. Yeah. I didn't get giant orbs in 12 weeks. Whereas the guy selling that did not. Yeah. <laughs> and if you asked them and you were like, if you were say, say you got to someone and you accused them of taking something, mm-hmm. they would normally, even if they have or haven't, they'll say, well, I've been training for 10 to 12 years, which is a legitimate um, answer. Mm-hmm. But then they'll be selling you the six week plan to yeah. get you in the best shape of your life. <laughs> and you're like, but what your defense is yeah. that you've been training for years and you've built up a, a huge physique over time and you did it the correct way. Mm. But now you're selling to get the same results, do it in six weeks, yeah, yeah. take this. It's like when billionaires like, you can get rich too. You know, I, yeah. I got rich. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Well, Cause your dad gives <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Well, those, those schemes that are like, um, oh, my business is so full, join this and I'll show you yeah. how. You're like, why, if you're so full, why are you? Why do you got this time? Why are you advertising? Yeah. Why do you need me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why do you need my thirty pound a month? Just want to help you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just give me a gram, I'll help you. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Love <laughs> So many people I know that are really smart falling into those. Oh, like, yeah, it's easy. I think it's easy to easy to. Yeah. Charisma. Yeah. yeah. There's got to be easier ways to like uh, to tell people like, dude, it's a fucking pyramid scheme. <laughs> Come on. But it always seems good, doesn't it? Mm. It always seems like there's you're like no, but this maybe this will be the one. Yeah. But yeah. typically it's not. So I think that's the main reason that people. Um, don't almost don't get started in fitness yeah they're like, just seeing the end goal they're seeing the time frame and they're almost like i have to get in that time frame mm-hmm. they don't take time to like we have youtube's brilliant so mm-hmm. when i when i first started out i would look at loads of youtube videos and things like that now it's a bit saturated it's almost like it's too much so you can often see yeah. people doing things badly but there were great ways of learning get yourself a coach all that kind of stuff go mm-hmm. through understand the movement mm-hmm. once you've got it down and, and you can almost do it like um without so much thinking about it mm-hmm. you then you just it's just progression getting stronger and your body will adapt over time and you'll you'll get bigger and your form will change mm-hmm. as you get larger but ultimately once you understand the mechanics of that movement yeah it's then you can just progress and progress and progress Amazing. obviously you hit walls but for most people they'll be amazed at the progression they can make mm-hmm. once you get to really high levels then it can get a little bit frustrating yeah. it's just like with anything all diminishing returns yeah but for most people, they just started. They would start to see some great results, but after a few months, mm. not after like, oh, six weeks in, I haven't seen any change. You're like, well, six yeah. weeks into learning maths, you weren't particularly great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, like uh, with anything, like if you're if you're not prepared to put the time and the investment in, like, you just don't start. Right? It's like a yeah. it's like a thing. Like I often beat myself up. Like when I'm editing, and there's like a podcast. I'm just kind of like. Ah, like you fucked up that questioning or like oh you know, sure. you know that you sometimes the phones on our batteries or the memory or whatever like yeah. it melts multiple things and i'm like dude it's like episode 10 like i'm gonna say things that don't really make sense you jumble up certain things you'll yeah. you'll run away with one one thought mm-hmm. your brain will like replace certain words without because it makes sense in your head but it doesn't make sense it's just normal yeah yeah it's just it's what happens. convey yeah okay so like there you go if you're struggling to uh to get into strength training and, and you're not happy with your results be patient <laughs> be patient for fuck's sake yeah patient put some time in and you don't have to kill yourself as well yeah that's the one of the biggest myths is that you've got to kill yourself no just get a little bit better it can just be get a little bit better yeah if one movement improves every week brilliant you're getting better yeah yeah my one of my friends he used to go to the gym and he just like like punish himself like just like he's a bit of a masochist sure. and one of his PTIs uh, eventually he got like he went to, he went to David Lloyd's or something and they were like you get a free PT session and sure, yeah, this yeah. really young healthy nice guy was just like what, what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> he was just like you gotta come here to enjoy it otherwise you won't come back yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, there's only so much you can kill yourself yeah like 
uh, like unless you're like you are a masochist, you get off on like pain yeah. and suffering, yeah. then yeah, probably could keep going back because it's like porn. But like, <laughs> but yeah, like for a normal person, not sorry, not not normal. Okay, I take that back. <laughs> so for a regular person that just wants results, right? You, like it's after a long day at work or like a fight with a girlfriend or whatever. Like last thing you want to do is like be in pain. Like yeah, yeah. There's I mean, there's an element of discomfort, but like you shouldn't be. There should be no sharp pains or anything like yeah. that in training. There shouldn't be. There's no benefit to that. Mm. Like working through a genuine injury isn't isn't beneficial. Mm. Um, now, if you get injured, there's lots of things you can do. Like you still want to train. You just mm. want to train at intensity where you don't get pain, and yeah. that's the one of the quickest ways to get back. Mm. Um, and most people just like it's that kind of like the fallacy of what doctors and what some doctors and some physios say. There's mm. some great ones out there as well. They just say like rest, mm. don't move. Yeah. But like the ultimate thing is if you don't don't use it, you lose it. So. If you've hurt yourself, yeah. perform that move. If you can perform that movement still, perform mm. it at say ten percent of the weight, and it's fine. Mm. Get blood back in that area. It's one of the great ways of recovering. I could literally vouch for that because my shoulder, yeah. like I damaged it long ago, and I haven't used it since, and it's still fucked. Still bad. Yeah. <laughs> you're not, you're not, you're not telling your body to use it. You're mm. not getting blood flow in there, which is you know obviously mm. the healing properties of all that. You're just, you're just letting it sit there, stagnate. It's going to atrophy if you never use it at all. Typically, we use the injured area less. Mm. So not only instead of like strengthening it, rehabbing it, prehab, mm. we're now atrophying the injury. Perfect. <laughs> so we're making the weaker area even weaker. Even weaker. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people just don't think about this, I guess. Like their bodies and how they work. Like, I know I know. I definitely did. I'm happy to admit that. Like I, for a long period of time, I just put like the wrong things in, in as priorities and and then I did like my first yoga class, like in years. And like I was moving past my body, I forgot I had. I was like, oh, what's that muscle? Yeah, yeah. This is cool. Like, mm. And like I can't even imagine what it must feel like to do like like intense strength training, like the to to like be able to feel your bicep or like you know the movements in it. Like I I, I can lift it up, but there's no I can't feel that. But it would be different. So you're probably thinking of like I can't imagine what it would feel like to lift really heavy weights mm. through those joints or those movements, right? Mm. But it would always start at the same place. So you're, let's say you can bicep curl, whatever number, right? Mm -hmm. And I can bicep curl another number. Mm -hmm. We both do a set of 10. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You fail at 10. I fail at 10. Mm -hmm. We both experience the same thing. Huh. Mine's just heavier because I've done it over a long period of time. People think there's some sort of weird thing that happens. No, you just mm -hmm. get stronger. And that weight becomes the same as the first one. We're all going through the same thing. Huh. So the consistent over time buildup doesn't, it doesn't, it's not always seemingly as heavy yeah, it's In not like a, it's not like you. Ex so, I don't know. So, deadlifting two hundred and fifty kilos could seem crazy to someone, right? Because mm -hmm. they can deadlift sixty kilos. Yeah. Well, that person consistently trains for say like three years. Mm -hmm. You come back, it doesn't seem so crazy anymore. Yeah. And it's not like they feel what they like when they try and pull two hundred fifty kilos. If they were six, they could only deadlift sixty kilos, which they couldn't do. And mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I can feel everything. Like you shouldn't do that because it's dirty. <laughs> but you feel everything like breaking apart and all that stuff. It's not the same. Yeah, you've got stronger and therefore you've adapted to it. So it's the same stimulus. So I guess a direct translation to the to my running group that, that, that watched, I guess that's like if you if you run a mile, like then once you get good at running that mile and then you start running 10 miles, it still feels like just running a mile when you're doing 10 because you've got... Once like, you get to a certain level. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or one mile. mile might kill you. Mm. Yeah, at the beginning and you're like, God, imagine what 10 miles would be yeah, like. Yeah. No, but you're better. Yeah, it's not ten times as hard. Yeah, it's just you the same. are better. You have adapted to that stimulus. You yeah. have you're you're better. You have uh, the red blood cells, all that kind of stuff. You get way better at doing it. Mm. Yeah, it's just a process. Damn, man, this is so motivating. <laughs> <laughs> it's because people are always trying to make it like 
it's I think it's either like there's like gurus mm. no offense to that word if that's the but I mean like okay. there's someone who's saying like there's always some like uh, deep meaning behind all of it to get you into it but then again you're just relying on motivation mm. or there's fads on how quickly to get there yeah. whereas in reality is it's it's simple things of understanding it mm-hmm. and then everyone could do it yeah but it's just so diluted with like yeah different like, things like anything politics like fucking global affairs like you know who's who like I'm, like <laughs> I just it's it's so hard to digest any information at the moment like you can only really uh take from people that live the life so if, like for instance you sure. are like uh, a specimen of your trade right so you you yeah <laughs> you obviously know enough to do and achieve those goals so like i would take your advice whereas someone that uh, i know had the same frame and body shape as me bit of a gut on them from biscuits like <laughs> i'm probably not gonna say their advice and weight training <laughs> like do you like your charisma might be good though sometimes sometimes they, they they catch you out yeah they get a theory down you, you'll see like a <laughs> A person that appears very small mm. and they will lift something ludicrous Fair. and you'd be like wow yeah but they're neural adaption so again that yeah. goes back to like the the skinny guy mm-hmm. who's ripped to pieces mm-hmm. he might have had like 12 years of strength training behind him and yeah. he'll outlift you yeah. to some big guy that's walked in trained for a couple of years like naturally he just looks like a sort of like a gorilla he's just a yeah, giant yeah. man <laughs> and he'll get outlifted by this guy and be like wow technique and just that neural connection would just overpower it so wow. sometimes you can't judge it by the people so can you break that down like neural connection because I, I remember seeing on a building site that we had this a huge dude that was in the bodybuilding and um, we had a small guy called Phil who, who was like the boss and Phil could lift up like 10 paving slabs or, or breeze blocks or whatever yeah, and yeah. put them on the truck and like this this bodybuilder dude we were like what can he do and he was doing like two at a time it was just kind of like like it was just like we couldn't understand really what was happening <laughs> like, so, so he's probably the, the guy lifting 10 i mean did, did he do that all the time yeah he like lived and breathed so it. he he basically developed first of all he developed those the muscles to do that particular lift right mm. did the bodybuilder do it all the time uh not uh, he was kind of like on and off yeah, yeah and so like he, he wasn't so adapted to it <laughs> yeah if you think about your sort of neural connection and your synapses firing and getting that strength through, mm-hmm. it's about unlocking that potential. So the more you do it, the more your body's going to allow you to lift. Mm-hmm. So as you slowly get better, more proficient with the movement and your body starts to understand it more, gets more used to you doing that, more used to that stimulus, it's going to allow you more uh, more synapses to fire. So allow more muscle contraction. Mm-hmm. It's not going to protect you as such. Yeah. If you imagine like, what's that called? In running, there's a, I can't remember what it's called but there's a theory of that your body will stop you with about 40 percent left okay i can't remember what it's called the theory of it safety margin <laughs> it's, 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 it's got a term but it's it's basically like your body will say like you've got nothing left you'll hit that wall and that's what they often like runners talk about pushing past the wall yeah because your body's like giving you like enough to come back mm. oh it's wow. like saying like okay like you've got about 40 percent reserves left <laughs> Like, if we're going back to wherever we're going, like, let's not die. Dude, like get an Uber, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's the same principle with, like, um, so let's use, this is a good example. So Eddie Hall, when he deadlifted 500 kilos, right? Mm. So he typically, I think he'd only deadlifted about 400, only. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, one of the strongest people ever. He only lifted <laughs> in comparison to his other lift, which, yeah. was, which was astounding. Yeah, he'd done something like 460 kilos, which is still crazy, right? Mm. But he did that just natural as such. Well, Again, bad term. Mm. Enhanced, but without what I'm gonna say now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, but then when he went to the 500 kilos, he didn't. He didn't go up to like 470 as you normally expect, and then 480, and then mm. 490, and then 500. Mm. He worked with a hypnotist mm. who hypnotized him mm. um, that something terrible was happening to his children, mm. and that gave him access to almost 100% of his strength potential. Wow. Yeah. Whereas normally, they say like untrained individuals have access to about 50%. Mm. 
those who are really well trained about 70 percent mm-hmm. but if you start going to the realms of like hypnosis things like that you've seen people that don't strength train mm-hmm. they hypnotize them that someone they love is underneath the car mm-hmm. and they deadlift that car wow. they like rip their bicep they hurt all these all, they tear mm-hmm. muscles in their back but they lift it yeah whereas if you just said lift that weight they would they would have no yeah. nowhere near the ability this, to lift it. this is the kind of shit that like fascinates me because i remember like as a kid going through like these books like kind of like guinness world record or, or like, sure, uh, yeah, like yeah. myths and spirits and shit like that like uh, old women that uh, save their grandchild by like like say lifting a car yeah. like how did she do yeah. it like how like and it is also like power of the mind like if you electrocute yourself on a plug socket you get sent across the room it's not the electrical current it's your muscles yeah attracting, just, like, that's full potential yeah like Bang. what would happen if we could unlock that and how do you unlock that and then that ties in what i've recently been like obsessed with which is like psilocybin and like uh like the, the idea of like microdosing an MMA fight sure, 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 they can yeah, like yeah. almost read time you know like you know they're just they can anticipate stuff like you know. with psilocybin yeah, using, yeah, wow, yeah microdosing they're, wow. they're, they're talking about like, so everything slows down for them yeah and, oh. and training's easy and they repair quicker and they're like quicker they're more articulate and um, I've explored very briefly like bits of psilocybin for, for a really long time I suffered with like lethargic fatigue like really unambitious like sure. just just heavy like world you know yeah, yeah, yeah. like and that can make you behave a certain way and just just generally be a dick right and i think <laughs> i see a lot of people like that and it's not their yeah, fault yeah. it's just whatever it is has done that mm. um there's a guy called paul stammers that he thinks that psilocybin should naturally be in our diet like a neurotropic vitamin and that sure. because we lack it we're all this is why the world's falling apart right you know okay, we're, we're okay. To be, you know there's uh, mycelium in the top side of everything we consume it through food like in little bits mm. like, it's mother earth essentially yeah, yeah. and we're like being attached to that uh, sorry detached from that has sort of fucked us so then all of a sudden these people are kind of like re-consuming it and they're like they're performing amazingly. You got like people in Silicon Valley like coming up with concepts like coding because you know they're on like yeah, central yeah, mushrooms. Okay. Yeah, it's been, it's been a cure a lot of depression and things like that. As yeah, well, all those kind of PTSD. Yeah, yeah. It's a super interesting field. I don't actually know Do you want to, too much about it, but so because you kept mentioning neurals, uh, like synapses and and, and mm. pathways and things, I think that's all tied in because. Um, I'm gonna bro science the fuck out of this. <laughs> uh, we, all, like, we all do that. Yeah. We all do that. It's just me trying to convey my understanding. <laughs> yeah. um, like imagine like a ski slope, and that's like your your brain with the snow, and like a thought is going down on the sledge, and if you keep having that thought, it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. Sure. So if you um if you know, and then it's quicker to fire. So let's say like a trauma, like rather than like taking a while to get to that conclusion, you're immediately like ah fear or you know like sure. PTSD. Um, whereas when you take psilocybin, it almost kind of like stretches all of that, fills the snow, and then you you go to like a, like a default setting, but strong again, like brain. It's less of a gradient, so you've got more time to, yeah. to think and assess it rather than going straight yeah. into that and you go response. different ways, right? And yeah, different less outcomes. of an adrenaline response. Mm-hmm. So like knowing that, and then what you were saying with like, um, uh, you know, your neural pathways allowing you to like lift a certain amount, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that's kind of fascinating that like it is, just, and with yeah. hypnotism, like unlocking the brain, which is linked to the neural pathways, linked to how much strength and output. Like, I wonder, I wonder what the human body is. Yeah, I wonder, of. I'm surprised more people didn't talk to him about it in terms of like they kind of brush over it and they like it's kind of badass in a sense, but mm. it's also like I wonder, like, I feel like they should like there should have been like a documentary in it or something like yeah. about his, you know, like does he think he could lift it without? Yeah. Did he did he think it was possible? Mm. Um, I know Thor lifted the 501. Yeah. But what an annoying number to lift. <laughs> do something more impressive I know it's very impressive but just beating someone by one kilo seems a bit mean doesn't yeah, it yeah, like a little jab in the ribs like slight yeah, yeah. Like, oh, beat it by like 10 kilos yeah, yeah. that's uh, still very impressive but don't uh, beat it by one 
I luckily, so and I now have like an ability to comprehend uh, some of what you're saying. I watched a documentary about them falling out over the the strength training. Sure. So I kind of got like a dose of that world. Um, and yeah, one interesting because it was all about like, um, uh, like the way they, they lift it right and and like not like using momentum. Like I was with the dumbbell, it's very nice. Sure, sure. And um, yeah, Thor has it Hathor. Hathor or Bjornsson. Bjornsson. Yeah. yeah, he uh, he didn't get the rules right and he fucked up and and Eddie Hall won. Oh, uh, was this for the the Viking press? Right, this is the press he, where he won. No, yeah. he just got beaten. Oh, uh, he just got beaten. Because yeah, because it's it's really interesting <laughs> how like um, social media will like want to create drama Dramatized, and you yeah. can, you can users can suspect whether they do actually hate each other mm. or was it about getting a giant boxing match yeah. for six Lots figures money. Yeah. was it that <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know probably potentially probably seven figures even mm. yeah seven figures not six mm. um, so with the Viking press if you actually watch if you go on YouTube and watch the official strongman footage yeah. Eddie presses like oh, I can't remember what the number but say he like presses like 10 and it's pretty comfortable and he stops Yeah. whereas Thor is like cheating in a sense in terms of like they say you can't double dip I think is the is the controversy mm. so he would like drop and then use that momentum to then shift and drive up Yeah. Um, and he did that quite a few times because he was struggling with the weight yeah. whereas there's Eddie just like bang yeah. bang yeah. bang there was, no, there was no disputing when you actually watch the footage yeah. but if you sort of did like a snapshot which is what most things are like a little yeah, snapshot yeah. it looked like oh he cheated he did this and it was actually <laughs> no he actually just he just beat you yeah, yeah. he was just stronger than you I do find that because this is fascinating like it if we were to have like uh, I know, we film a two second scene of us having an argument like fuck you man yeah, like, like, like that bit perfect oh, yeah there's a, a, a little bit of audio clip that, that should be the use. start yeah <laughs> I, I tried it with Jack on a few, like say something aggressive to me but yeah, yeah so sound bites also require an audience unfortunately yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't have much of one yet hey it could happen yeah. that could be your, that could be your lead you just yeah. you just swear at the beginning of each yeah. one aggressively <laughs> attack <laughs> a person get a picture of you arm looking yeah and the reaction of the person's just like big, big super normal. You're just swearing at them. <laughs> that could be your niche. Yeah, yeah. Luring people in. Clickbaiting. That's yeah, the there you go. That's it. <laughs> Everyone does it. I'm, uh, I am fascinated by like uh, what is cap- uh, you know, uh, what is achievable through like just mindset. Like, so not only like you say strength training and, sure. and um, what Eddie Hall has achieved through like uh, hypnotism, but like also just like ambition and trying. Like, uh, for me to do a podcast like someone had never done a podcast before like yeah, to yeah. just randomly turn their bedroom into a freaking studio and then just ask yeah. people hey come around like um, what now episode 17 I think 17 episodes in like it's like now sponsored I've got like people that have worked on like Netflix stuff that are like ready to come on like awesome. uh, things I would never have ever anticipated yeah, like yeah. I'm doing strangely well yeah. <laughs> um, and I put that all down to just like psilocybin allowing me to think anything is possible if you try like it's not probable <laughs> sure like you know i still have to do stuff um but like it's exciting i'm kind of like how far can i go <laughs> like you know like uh, everything that i've thought i can't do that like strength or anything like because sure. why you were saying hey you could probably do it too if you do this this and this so i was kind of like immediately my brain was just kind of like nah you know like time like how would you get to that or, you know can you afford the food and whatever <laughs> and then like another part of my brain was just like no shut the fuck up listen to him and maybe do yeah. it and and it's kind of i i can imagine a lot of people i know don't have that like shut the fuck up part and sure. I, I think that yeah. comes from like psilocybin or or whatever, whatever thing it is. Like I don't want to put it all down to this magic like wonder nutrient. Like I, I think it can be achieved also through like 
meditation <laughs> like sure. living comfortably and not having like a load of bullshit you know like uh, yeah. living on minimum wage and wondering if your local councilman represents you or not <laughs> you know? you've got a horrible boss mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah like yeah. you have to push these things away in order to achieve that so i guess that ties into the question from josh the first q a is on on your path to this world of or this industry this world yeah this world of <laughs> strength and power <laughs> <laughs> what what obstacles did you have to overcome that you, you didn't anticipate or are most uh prevalent in like your memory so in terms of like getting into fitness right mm. so i mean it took about my earliest memories i remember i broke my arm when i was young sort of like sure. trivial thing mm. I mean, it wasn't that bad but i i uh I broke it and then had it was there was it was the bone was digging into the nerve so I was how old was I I was probably about 11 mm. and this is sort of where I started to become semi-obsessed in a good way with with wanting to get stronger so I I broke it it didn't seem that bad but then it was pushing into the nerve so like there was a potential chance that my arm would never grow to this arm oh shit right so I would have had like a T-Rex arm yeah which would have been very unfortunate mm-hmm. okay especially at that age when you're growing rapidly things yeah. like that so I had to have a Huge cast, even though it was a wrist break because I'd broken it so badly. It's like everything had snapped. Mm. I just fell backwards. Like I was jumping over a hill with some some of my like, friends at the time. Don't thought we hands. were cool. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I like slipped and almost did like a 360 backwards onto my arm. Ah. And then after the three months, yeah. um, when they took the cast off, I was like, yeah, it'll be fine. I'll be back to normal, all that kind of stuff. Mm. And I used to be really active and my arm was tiny, mm. hairy. Mm. From the fact that it hadn't been bleached by the sun, <laughs> and I couldn't lift up a, a carton of milk. Yeah. Oh wow! So then that's where the, it initially started, mm. um, and then just the enjoyment of getting stronger and better at it. it was something like I, I dabbled in sports, but it always felt a bit more like a a chore to go and do them. So you'd have like training on the Tuesday and training on the Thursday, mm. and I was always like, I don't want to like. I was younger, and I was like, I don't want to uh, commit my yeah commit <laughs> Tuesday evenings and Thursday evenings yeah. and then play a game at the weekend. I was like, wow, that's so much time. Yeah. Um, but then with the gym, like I just wanted to do it without any pushing. Like I, it's there's, there's, it's almost like the fact that you can just constantly get better, mm. however small it may be, you improve in some aspect is very addictive. Mm. So the great thing about training is that there's no there's no real benchmark. Mm. You can always put more weight on the bar, get stronger, get more proficient at a lift mm. um, as you go through and you get stronger and stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. But in terms of massive obstacles, yeah, you know. So I, cause I wonder, because you've, you've managed to find a way to identify fads and, and, and see through the bullshit because yeah. where a lot of people don't, they fail, they've been put off, whatever. So like, I wondered if you had like, um, learned the hard way or just like learned not okay, to Okay, yeah. So, so with that, a lot of it is take the research into your own hands as well. Mm. So research a lot. So watch a lot. Mm. Um, you can start to understand from a, a younger age, if you start, you can start to see who are the good guys and who are the bad guys in mm. terms of like, who's trying to get something out of you and who's just putting out content. Mm. And there's just like, and you're like, Oh no, that works. Or you can just see the, the best guys yeah. to be the best guys. There's something to learn from them. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you go through that way. Oh, hang on, remind me of the question. My brain's gone blank there. Uh, so it was, uh, had you fallen into any fads or did you just kind of like uh, oh, yeah. learn? So a lot of people just, just do the research part. Yeah. Yeah. And then then you have to actually put it into practice mm. and you'll start to feel like, oh, no, that didn't feel right. Mm. That caused the niggle there. Mm. Uh, there's some pain coming from there. S- some inflammation there. Uh, now my elbow hurts. Oh, this is now affecting this lift. And once you start to dissect all those things together, so both the research of the 
the written research and then put it into your own practice. Then you'll start to understand your body mm-hmm. and then it becomes not overwhelming at all. You understand how your body needs to move mm-hmm. and how to progress through rather than getting caught up in all these like miracles and this and this and that. <laughs> you start to know what, this is the best exercises. They've normally been around since like the beginning. So you squat, bench, deadlift are brilliant exercises, great for building a foundation. Mm-hmm. There's lots of other exercises that build around there. If someone's trying to sell you like a, a BOSU ball squat with an overhand <laughs> kettlebell snatch, they're probably trying to reinvent the wheel just yeah. to get views. Yeah, yeah, yeah? whereas yeah. if you're going through the, the the tried and true and getting good at those, then you can just progress from there. Fair, fair. Okay, so you just did it the smart way. <laughs> yeah, just like like you have to go through it in terms of you have to practice it and you'll understand what makes you get better yeah. over time. Yeah, put it into practice. If it doesn't work or if it causes pain, mm. look back again, see if you're doing something wrong, mm-hmm. compare it to other people, compare it to people on the same level as you, lower level, but maybe like they're more mobile mm. and all those different variables come together and then that's an easy way to dissect it. So I would put you as like, a good human right you, okay, you've, I'll take you, it. you've got like uh, a brain that doesn't what i see in a lot of people in society like uh, friends family or whatever like this um like i have a problem like so i'm going to talk about the problem so like whereas you you're kind of like i have a problem my elbow hurts so then you problem solve by learning why does it hurt and you know what does the anatomy do how does it need to move and then sure. you've, you've come up with solutions to these problems and then you understand it and then you've been able to move on you've innovated right so but i think a lot of people including myself which is why i'm happy to say um uh, it's focused a lot on just the problem like, even if it's just fear or like sure. unknown like and since again like this this, this awakening of like you know, consuming psilocybin and, and just being slightly more ambitious suddenly and like because before i was creative but i just didn't do it um and now i'm like gonna i just i, just, I can't even sleep but i just, I just want to like do things all the time wow. um and I, a train of thought being a, a so egotistical for <laughs> uh try to try like it's more like a rags to riches but more like uh, a depression to uh, optimism yeah which is great which you need to, you need just as good yeah, yeah you need to celebrate it uh i think i was trying to get to the point of like i would focus heavily on problems um and if you if you just stop with a problem and ask yourself why is it a problem what you need to do for it not to be a problem it's like that youtube video the guru dude that's like, he's like an indie guru it's just like <laughs> do we have a problem Yes. <laughs> Can you do anything about it? No. Then why worry? Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. It just goes to say the best video ever. You can't uh, fix what's out of your control. Exactly. Yeah. That kind of principle. Just accepting reality is like yeah, a big yeah. one. Like, uh, oh, I'm happy because I didn't have a Tesla. You know. Like, yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> we can try and get one. Like, is it going to cost me like substantial amount of time, investment, and happiness? So, like, even then, will I get one? No. Maybe. Yes. Like, which one do I want? Like, you know, take your paths. And... Do you actually want one, or do you want one because someone else has one? I, I, I want one because I don't want to learn to drive. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I want a self-driving vehicle that can just take me places or sure. like instead of pick people up. But yeah. you know, really, on, like, my, in my mind, like, it's really not on my priority list. The, the, the things I really want to do um, are, are kind of like to grow an audience, to get people that are like genuine, like yourself and authentic and, and, and know things like a platform to deplatform these fucking morons that are charismatic. Because <laughs> there's too many of them. Like, um, I think... When I met Coach G and he talked about the toxicity online, I was like, yes, there are others. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of it. I mean, and we, and we all get caught up in it. I think that's the problem. Everyone compares themselves to others. Mm-hmm. It's just human nature. And to be competitive isn't bad. Yeah. But that's where a lot of the negativity comes from in terms of you. Com- that, that, that competitiveness turns into comparison. Mm-hmm. And then the whole idea of comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. And it can get to extremes, start like fucking wars. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, you know, really like horrible social situations. Like, 
you know, I, I could uh, I could sit here and just like hate on the fact that you're you're like uh, the ideal kind of like size and like even your hair, man. Like like your hair has goals too. Like I'll I could be really like it. negative, and horrible, <laughs> but like I just I appreciate it. And it's like uh, I I aspire for it, and I think that's one thing I was naturally and luckily, and I'm really thankful for, great gifted with. It was just like being happy for people and wanting to see yeah, them succeed yeah, yeah. more. Like and again, that's like perfect for a podcast because I can like choose people that I'm like this person's amazing, and I want to like celebrate <laughs> them and like and then just like them out on the internet and like which is potentially forever like in this sure internet. yeah and it's like I, I have i mean i just did that podcast with with gogo yeah and uh just jumped on there with, with one of my best mates charlie and uh and then yeah that's how it happened that i came on here but i mean ultimately i haven't done many or i've done one but you need to, you that, need yeah. to be out there man and yeah, it's a, yeah. it's good fun it's a cool thing to do it's yeah. it, like just like um it will always feel like things always feel like clunky and hard and that's why we don't do them just like weight training yeah it feels clunky you feel awkward you feel like ah this person's watching and blah, blah 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 but then after a few months then you start to get used to it just like you're saying you've got these cool people from netflix and stuff coming down it shows it's like a testament to it isn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and um like like with coach g and i maybe get charlie on charlie if you're watching come on <laughs> yeah, charlie's cool man. it's cool yeah, it's a good yeah. guy all, all these people they need they need to be had right like they, they need if you're a general person then, then you can prove it through like just being authentic and being good at what you do like a professional like even scientists like we can kind of see through it now like particularly with coronavirus going on like we some of these scientists are sort of like standing on their uh their their platform and like preaching and then they're being torn apart by people that understand it and they're kind of like you know, what you're talking is absolute shit how you mm. got to this position like yeah, why, why are I you mean, in charge of us yeah. let's not go down that road yeah 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 uh, <laughs> let's do it. another q a <laughs> get rid of that COVID topic um okay right so uh r96 kind of uh rw96 uh asked how did you get into fitness but i suppose we kind of touched on that, kind of but, touched yeah, on that. Uh, yeah. so that's been answered <laughs> I mean, there, was, there was another sort of i remember as a, as a slight tangent before this is when i was just sort of doing like bodyweight stuff um when I was a kid, like you couldn't join the gym until you were 16. Yeah. I remember on a ski trip, I think just before I turned 16. And there was, there was a great guy who was a year above me. And you do that thing where you sort of like wrestle to see who was the strongest one and like on the snow, cause you couldn't get hurt. <laughs> and he just like suplexed me in about two seconds. And I was well, like, okay, well I need to get stronger. Yeah. I don't want to feel that way again, <laughs> where he just literally like it was nothing. Yeah. And I just remember lying on my back and just being like, wow, all right, not even competitive. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least want to give up a struggle. Really. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, I'm fine. And I thought, I thought, like you know, because I was relatively active. I played a few sports, played rugby and stuff like that. Not at a high level. I just, you know, I just was relatively athletic. I mm. thought I can put up like someone a year older than me. Yeah. I can. I'm still like generically strong. No, nope. no. This guy nope. ragged on me. Sinuous. And after that point, I was like, no, I don't want to feel like this again. This is terrible. At least I put up a fight. Yeah. I'd lay there for a good five seconds on my back, and I was like, no, nope, this can't happen again. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> okay, so a little bit of psychology of like, yeah, uh, like survivability in there because I think yeah. our instincts do play a role in like yeah. you, you know. experience someone completely dominate you. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of like, it wasn't like like I didn't get up like, oh, let's go again. I could probably win. I went, all right. Yeah. Nope. Done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got me. He let me off easy as well, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Alpha Wolf. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'll right. go to the back of the pack. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I need to think, I need to get these guys to help take you down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, amazing. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> my favorite question of all Jenna, Jennifer Louise uh, Wellness from Newfoundland uh, <laughs> asks, What is the secret to your curls? Hair <laughs> uh, <laughs> goals. So, uh, if we talk with. So, actually. 
I started about just when lockdown began. Hmm. I mean, it's a funny question. I know it's not generically serious, <laughs> but I, I stopped using shampoo. Wow. So I went for just purely like water washing. Okay. After, yeah, from the first lockdown. So it self cleans after what two weeks, right? No, uh, longer. After, if only. Very long. You're looking at like <laughs> you got to wash it all the time, and mm-hmm. then obviously like because you've been stripping all the nutrients and all the mm-hmm. the natural grease out of your hair, yeah, or oils. This is a better way of saying grease. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, then, yeah, it takes about three three to six months, I would say, okay, for you to start self regulating. Mm. Um, but then you don't have to put any. Any stuff in your head, any so any chemicals or anything like that. I know you can get you can get decent shampoos now. You can get like uh, basically like chemical free, yeah, sort of like soap bars and things like that. You can use. I don't yeah. know why. I just I think it was like I, I needed something to focus on in the first <laughs> lockdown. And I was like, I'm going to try this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a um, immediately like defining thing anyway. But like specifically in your Instagram bio, you put a long hair lifter, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah I yeah. just thought it was a little bit of a niche thing. Yeah, uh, not that many people have it. It's just something. Just something. It's cool. Like, like I, yeah. I, yeah, I've always wanted to have long hair, but I get to like the level that I'm at now, and then I kind of like. I don't know whatever I'll shave it I'll just you know something okay. will get in the way I'll, I'll want a boulder or something it'll get my face and I'll just be like oh I had enough <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, same with my beard once it starts going into the, my mouth <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a patience thing I went the other way so I before I had long hair when I was probably about 10 11 hmm. cut it all off and then I think I was about 20 and I decided to shave it all off hmm. I didn't have long hair then. I just had like medium length. Yeah. And I decided to shave it all off. Didn't like the look at all. Mm. And then that's what made just me hair. just, I was like, oh, I'll just grow it. <laughs> and then obviously lockdown now, like my hair is just like growing indefinitely. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but that was basically it. And then from that point on, I liked it. So I just kept it. Like, I didn't really like the look of short hair. So yeah. it was easy for me. Yeah. Although if you get Charlie on, he always slates my hair. So, uh... <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, come on, man, support him. <laughs> it's not a long hair fan. No, some people aren't. I remember this hairdresser I went to, he was just like, if you had long hair, I would not, I would not cut it. So, like, you know, he would just, you only wanted, like, clientele that were clean and, and, you know, like, immaculate beards and things. I was like, well, okay, you're not going to do very well in Brighton, are you? Yeah, all right, for the next three months on this podcast, I'm going to be wearing a beanie while it's self-cleaned. There you so, go, so, that's yeah. it. And my hair's particularly shit anyway, but I think it's because I've just been washing the shit out of it for years. Sure, and it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like to like uh, recede from like stress and stuff. Like I've got a high peak anyway, which is kind of like yeah, 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 same deal. Yeah, yeah, It's just kind of mm, people are like, are you balding? I even <laughs> about three hours ago actually, Josh was sat here. Uh, I got an email through from a talent a casting agency that's acting, and they were like, "You're perfect for this role." I was like, "Oh, cool, click." So balding male. <laughs> motherfuckers like, oh, I wasn't even going <laughs> yeah, for that one yeah. and it's like, yeah, I'm a bit there's stress and yeah since having a nicer lifestyle I can see like kind of baby hairs growing back and it's like fuck it I'm going to try growing along if it looks like really bad I'll get ridiculed and then I'll cut it if not it'll be fine it's like, you know, yeah, well, there's, there's other things like um, have you heard of like finasteride and things like that no so that's oh, I, mean, I shouldn't have mentioned it because my knowledge is poor but um, it's essentially like a, a drug you can take that helps with uh, re- is it preventing follicle loss. I don't know whether it actually regrows any ones mm. that have that are no longer there, but it's see I'm butchering the science behind it. Essentially it, it can make you uh, your hair appear thicker and it and it yeah. staves off balding for longer. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's got too many effects. If I think it can have effects if you're really young. Mm. Um and you need to get blood work done and stuff like that yeah. if you have if you if you're on it. But it's um meant to be something that can help your hair thicker and 
fair. Like seek help and shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. there's millions of ways. It's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a drug, though, so there are things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Elon Musk style, where you get it like implanted, right? You get it, yeah, you get like, like, any transplants. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's, it's something which you don't have to. Like it doesn't really, you don't really have to do anything with it. Yeah, um, so like it's, it's, yeah, it's relatively easy. I don't think it's got many side effects. It has an interesting one, guys, because like I'll always uh, say to a girlfriend um, or someone I'm, I'm seeing, like you know, my concerns, fears about my hair, or you know, I wish I had this kind of hair. I like that person's hair. They were like, "Why do you care? Like you're a guy." And I was like, "That's a very sexist outlook." Like, imagine <laughs> if you suddenly started to lose your hair, how would you feel? They'd be like, "It'd be awful." Like, how do you think I feel? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. It's not nice. Like, and they still like. Like, typically, people will find people who have like a certain hairstyle they like mm-hmm. attractive, and then they'll still say the same thing, like, Why yeah. do you care? And you're like, Well, you've just like, yeah, <laughs> your like preferences would be someone yeah. who has the hairstyle you like. A lot of hypocrisy, is going yeah. On so, it's uh, the idea that men aren't going to care is, 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 is a very weird one because yeah. it's like the flip side is always like, Oh, he doesn't care, he doesn't look after himself. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, Which one, yeah, 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 which, which, which one are we, which one are we going which with? Which lane do you want to drive? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's a tough one because, um. Obviously, at the moment, at the moment, it always has been, but it's more prevalent at the moment. There's a lot of like uh, gender stuff online and like non-binary and like uh, the sort of bravos, uh, like typical like man stuff is sort of like sure. frowned upon. So like brands that I really like, like uh, you know, the beard struggle, and they 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 heavily advertise on like the Viking way and like the manly mm-hmm. way. Yeah, and yeah. then you get these sort of companies just like you shouldn't celebrate that. Like, you shouldn't celebrate Matt's toxic masculinity, and I'm kind of like. I see your point, but I also saw like this toxic masculinity is kind of what to feed the Nazis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we need strength. Like we need like we need extremes of everything. We need extreme feminism. We need extreme masculinity. We need it in the middle. Like this is just the human race. The middle. The middle is kind of that that sweet spot you need yeah. to have. Yeah. So and I, I really like and I'd like to celebrate and would love to continue to see like the whole long-haired Viking hyper-masculine like society <laughs> I love that mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know people that like love battle axes and they're yeah. willing, you know, <laughs> like, willing to like have combat like that should maintain in our society because if we don't we will become like uh, very susceptible to like like I know, uh, countries that don't care <laughs> just, you just need conversation I think like mm. th- there shouldn't be so many absolutes mm. I mean I don't want to get super political but we don't yeah, want to go yeah, like yeah, one to, side or the other it needs to be like meet, meet, yeah, yeah meet in the middle and uh there's it always seems to be like a rule where you just like let's use toxic masculinity like you just yeah. say like all of those things are bad yeah well, well no there's some benefit to some of those things yeah. in there yeah? yeah just like everything else yeah. whereas we, the, the, there's not so much like a yeah there's no conversations about it I don't want to go it's, it's a mindset yeah, it's a so I don't want to yeah, yeah, like, get in trouble but you need, you, need, you, need, you need balance and you need um, yeah. within reason obviously I'm not saying like horrendous things should do uh, yeah for happen, sure yeah, but yeah. like there's there's traits that are considered toxically masculine, which mm. are which are good, which we rely yeah. on to build yeah. our world. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> sure. it's, it's everything is a balance. Everything is a conversation. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Find out the best way. Yeah, don't have these like factions. Yeah, which is what yeah. it seems to be that we were going down the line of. Yeah, surprisingly, from the liberal left, I did not anticipate because I've always been on the left and I yeah, always yeah. sort of been like, oh, the right's kind of like rigid and I'm you know a bit fucking constructed. And uh, yeah, I, I find myself almost being a bit like, whoa, hold a fucking second. Like, yeah. It's insane at the moment. But if it, anyone goes too idealistic, yeah, then, then it, it gets, gets dangerous. It's better. We get to Marxism. Yeah. Um, I had a valid point I wanted to say just then. Okay, uh, I probably threw you off. No, no, it's good. I want to rewind. <laughs> It usually happens when I edit. I'm like, oh, I get fuck. it a lot. Like you saw earlier, where like I'll be saying something, and then there'll be a connecting point, and my brain will say the first point, and then just go, 
I'm in that point. And I don't know what this one was. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a good point just to be like, okay, next question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might come and end of answer, moving on. But you didn't answer the question. That's all my brain had. Yeah. <laughs> We're still doing longer sound bites than political leaders. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so avoiding my brain lapse there. Um, what <laughs> my question was, uh, what's your weapon of choice for hand-to-hand combat and why? Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. What would I choose? What would be cool? What's that one called? Uh, which is like the, the blade on a chain. Ooh, yeah. yeah. That's pretty badass. It's like a scythe chain. If you got good with that, I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> is it called like a... I'm not sure. But... um. I mean, I, I think it'd be pretty hard to beat anyone who had that. Yeah. You know, those old school video games. Where they're like, blade, what's yeah. I playing? Mortal Kombat. Like Neo, Neo or something briefly. It was like oh, a free yeah. download <laughs> on PlayStation. It's a bit, it's a bit like repetitive, but I remember mm. you could choose that, and that was just you just swung a big old chain round. <laughs> I don't think I don't think anyone could beat you with that. Yeah. If you're good at it, I mean, I don't think you get close. Yeah. So quick. Um, distance and yeah, distance and speed, <laughs> and just a pain in the ass. Like even even if you block it, it'll just spin around and cut you anyway. Yeah, true. Uh, I like the fact we went down that tangent. Yeah, that, There's that very specific yeah, answers yeah. to that question. Most people were like, sword. <laughs> sword. <laughs> Definitely. I think axes are strong because you can throw it, you can swing it, you can use yeah. it to cut down a tree and make fire, you know? Yeah, yeah, true. Practical. Yeah, practical. Yeah, if you were fighting, I mean, now we're going down a proper sort of like a nerdy subject. Yeah. If you, you'd want, it depends who you're fighting. True. Like if they were well armoured or like, you know, you'd need something that's like either like an axe or something heavy. Yeah. Otherwise you're going to cause no damage. Yeah. You know, so if you've got like a blade, it's pretty useless against someone with armor. Exactly. Just you like get in the eye off. or yeah, you need to be able to knock them down. So maybe you need like a hybrid. Like an axe is pretty good, isn't it? It's got a blade yeah. for slicing, but it's also like a it's safe middle ground. Yeah. You know? <laughs> safe, safe middle ground. That's what we're going down. Yeah, <laughs> Talk about weapons, and we found a safe middle ground. Yeah. The perfect analogy for uh, liberal people and uh, far right people. <laughs> Use an axe. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> as I wrote these questions, it's kind of like because it's my first time meeting you today, and like, sure, yeah, obviously yeah. getting along with you very well. But like, I was kind of like, "Am I a dick?" And when I ask questions, is it going to be offensive or like just childish? <laughs> That's my podcast. <laughs> it's a mix of both. Like previous episodes, I've talked about meaning of life and what happens after death. Today, I want to talk about what weapon you'd use. In yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean it's, it's all got to be, it's all got to be fun. Yeah, it's end of the day. It's just a conversation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, That's what it is. and yeah. Uh, kind of touching on that ties in what we we're talking about like finding the middle ground and having a conversation like that's the only way society is going to continue at this point because it is this boiling point where like you go either way and i think if, as long as people keep coming on podcasts or like talking on radio shows or producing content where we can like get our points across so, you know so, so long as people are willing to listen then yeah. like things should just pan out <laughs> yeah free, free form <laughs> long form conversation mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can't like you you can you can nick a soundbite from it and say this person said that and then mm-hmm. they can go no no wait a second go to the archive. watch the whole thing mm-hmm. and then you go oh, okay they didn't say that yeah, yeah that's 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 kind of like saving it yeah you know very much that's why podcasts are so popular exactly you know so that's like it's it's the true representation you can say like there'll be loads of times we we mess up and say something in here mm-hmm. yeah but ultimately the trend will be not offensive yeah <laughs> yeah yeah we don't actually people. want to fight people with axes we were just in a hypothetical world if yeah. i was fighting a knight i'd probably use an axe <laughs> exactly it's a valid question yeah yeah, yeah. i think it's the future for politics because a lot of our politic politicians uh like what well, any world leader they're not really on podcasts <laughs> sure particularly long form and i think that's because they know if they go on them they're gonna slip up things they, yeah. they're, they're and there's questions wrong. they don't want to answer yeah and there's only so long you can sort of obfuscate and go around it yeah, yeah. like there's not if someone asks you to, like 
which is sort of good journalism nowadays, you'll see people asking the same question 10 times as they keep flipping over the point. And they go, I think it's actually, you know, it's a great idea, Mm. this. And you're like, that's not what I asked you. And they keep going. You can't do that for two hours. Yeah. And and for the interviewer to listen, because I think a lot of journalists or or people, they just want the answer and then they're just like, oh, what do you say? I'll listen to it later. I'll take it up and then I'll put it in the newspaper or whatever. Mm. Whereas like, uh, you know, the podcast, if it's a good host, hopefully I'm doing a good job, I'll listen and I'll be like, hands and you didn't really answer, like, oh, I didn't understand that. Like, can you, like, that's important. I think a lot of people, like, I've seen a few podcasts that I interacted with a couple of, because I'm a small podcast and I'm new, I interacted with a couple of new small ones and I, it's kind of like we immediately just didn't like each other. It didn't gel. Sure, I think that could, that's, I mean, obviously like that can just happen. Like you yeah. can, you can either walk in and you can, uh, it can feel like really awkward mm. or like really tense or things like that. Yeah. Um, and if you don't click, I think it's always going to be like, yeah. Like, but there's nothing you can do about that. I think certain people just, just don't. Yeah. But I, I think, I think it was more to do like, imagine if you were to meet someone that like clearly took steroids and clearly wanted a shortcut. Like it was kind of the same thing. I was kind of like, dude, like you're not, you're like, you don't really care about the podcast. You just, you just kind of want to like talk shit. <laughs> like, sure. like you're not sure. interviewing the person. You're just talking and having someone that's got a following on. Like it just, I didn't like it. Like I don't really give a shit about like what following you've got. I just want like your subject and your passion to come through to like teach someone. And, and like, e- even if it's not like you specify in one thing, that's really good. Like as long as you're like, interested in something like you sure. know like and you can talk about it, even if it's wrong right like that's what I, I really want and i want them to be sacred conversations hence like this sort of sacred room and like you know a lot of people are like i oh, just do your podcast wherever or you know like uh, it doesn't have to be in your room and, you, and i was like no 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 it has to be like it has to be a big table has yeah, to be, yeah, like, yeah looking at each other it can't be sure. the internet it has to because like it's detached in a way isn't it yeah, yeah it's just more shit on the internet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um okay but you touched briefly on on steroids there as an example now i'm not saying i i dislike people on steroids there are mm. some great people that who are really open about it yeah it's the ones that aren't yeah the, yeah, the, yeah. the real issue with the it yeah there's some really great people with great sources of information and that are really really good at their craft mm. that are completely open mm-hmm. and they are not the problem yeah it is the ones that hide it mm-hmm. and go through that way they yeah. come through but there's some really brilliant people you know yeah. like mark bell is a great example like of like these sort of famous people that have done loads of stuff for sports and bring out like power to make it more popular all that kind of stuff yeah yeah so it's it's, it's one of those yeah. difficult questions but i'm not knocking everyone i'm just knocking those that sort of do it underhand yeah yeah, yeah. it's that That's, dishonesty most of my questioning was um uh, due to like a bias uh like just narrative like yeah like, like you know if you met someone with steroids like yeah exactly like not everyone yeah. like just me being classic hypocrite yeah. right there <laughs> well, it's the same, thing, it's same thing with me i fall into it a lot like yeah. especially when i was when i was growing up and and getting fitter and stronger mm. i mean people have accused me and things like that and, mm. you know which is ultimately quite flattering it's, that, and, right. you know, it's, it's, it's a nice thing <laughs> but um yeah, it's 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 easy to sort of demonize someone for something, but if I think if they're open and honest about it, and they're you know they're ultimately adding value, and a lot of these guys like training people, helping them out, they're telling them the correct exercises to do. If you look at a lot of top powerlifters yeah. who are open about being on it, mm. and they um, they really educate people, then you know. There's, yeah. But it's it's easy for us to fall into the pattern of me being like everyone on steroids yeah, is bad, right, but it's not. Right. But it's not true. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's just it's the sort of like that pernicious lying about what's going on, you know, like sneaky you get people who are saying like, this is totally achievable. I did it in like 12 weeks. <laughs> and you're like, wow, that's a crazy transformation. Pyramid scheme bastards. Yeah. And yeah. that's what sets people off to, to get depressed about their physique, to yeah. become sad, mm. you know, all those kind of things. It's, it's, it's the, the false image they're seeing in front of them with a false time frame. Yeah. And that's what ultimately is really, really dangerous. Yeah. And that's the thing that would just stop people exercising. Yeah. Bad yeah. karma, ruining lives. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately they are. They're yeah. like, they're setting a precedent of, and a lot of it's always like, oh, I did this, oh, I'm so amazing, blah, 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 you should be able to do this this time. And mm. then they've just been lying to you the whole time. Yeah. They're honest, fine. 
Yeah. But <laughs> don't, it's, just the, it's the line that's the, that's the real issue in the fitness yeah. industry, ultimately. It's like their mothers never told them, like, don't lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's still impressive what they've done. Like, you yeah. still have to work really hard if you take uh, performance-enhancing drugs. You still have to work really hard to get to that top level. Mm. They're probably still, like, top-level genetics, yeah. just with enhancements on top. Yeah. But the ones that lie about it, and then, you know, it's, that's, the, that's the real issue. Bad juju. Yeah, Bad that's, that's the thing that doesn't sit well. So, because, like, t- technically steroids, like... Uh... Like sounds like a great idea. Like we get stronger, like uh, or stem cells, whatever. Or um, I can't remember that. Like gene editing, like obviously some countries. There's some, there's some dangerous stuff with that, though. Mm, yeah, <laughs> get on the eugenics route, really, but that's a question of morals and philosophy. Yeah, right? yeah. But I think for just improving human physique, like gene editing is kind of a cool concept. Like, could like if, if everyone was strong, like just strong, like a set, mm-hmm. like default strong and capable. Like one, the world wouldn't be that bad like cause everyone will be capable of helping each other like everyone will be healthy everyone will be having great sex like you know everyone feels confident happy like sure sounds fucking great so like for it to be i suppose like banned like uh i suppose it's banned because it's abused and yeah. exactly like with everything everything can be abused yeah. yeah but then like certain people get access to it and they become like you know superstars like schwarzenegger or for sure know, mel gibson getting stem cells in his shoulders and he's still acting in action movies like late okay, okay. Didn't know that. 60s yeah, yeah. yeah like um, this cool, cool shit that like only the one percent have <laughs> availability currently, um, and then it just makes people want to kind of get like cheat shortcuts on the back street. And then like you don't know what you're getting yeah. as well. That's yeah. the, also the issue. Like that's what I was talking, briefly touched on at the beginning, didn't we? That you got to have like the best doctors around mm-hmm. and a lot of money, yeah, to be able to make sure you're safe. Yeah, and these guys that, who typically are doing it safely and honest about it, you don't have access to that kind of yeah that, those resources. You just yeah. don't. So it's just really tough for people who, unless you've got that surplus, you're not. You're not going to get the quality of care that you would need to go down that path. Yeah, you're going to sort of be talking to, like you said, like bouncers, <laughs> who are going to be <laughs> like, "This will make you strong." <laughs> got a syringe that's yeah. handwritten as a stem cell. Yeah. Like, just put in arm. <laughs> <laughs> they got it from Dave. He's got no second name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I use it before I go on a building strike. Yeah, just, like, my heart palpitates. No? <laughs> yeah. Lunatics. Yeah. Know, everyone has to be working class to take drugs in my in my, my narratives. <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the stereotype in the brain. Yeah, I remember I met a guy. He's a nice guy. I won't, he will remain nameless, but um, he was an enhanced guy. And I remember he used to talk to me and he used to go, "Oh, I can really feel my kidneys today." And I'd be like, "You shouldn't be able to feel that." Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Dude, I don't. So I don't. Wrong. I've never been like I could feel my internal. <laughs> he was like, "Oh yeah, today's a bad kidney day." I was like, "I don't. I don't, I don't understand." <laughs> And he's funny because he didn't track his calories, which always made me laugh. I was like, "You've gone like that. You've gone like ten miles down the road, yeah. and you should have just like gone to the corner shop first. Yeah, he's yeah. just. He's just... <laughs> I can sympathize with that dude because I'm, I am like, I suppose mentally like, I'm not like, like I can watch like fifteen hours of like knowledgeable documentaries on something if I'm interested, but like someone tells me to like record my calories on a Fitbit, and I'm like, oh, f- I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> <laughs> do that just, like, yeah we hear that a lot about calories yeah 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 don't have the time it's super quick yeah yeah so if you ever did get back into we should let's go i'm back. so kind of you've yeah. in my arm let's, like basically let's like, go back make... into like the, the fitness side of it so yeah. it can seem like a maze in terms of calorie counting all that kind of stuff and macros um ultimately figure out where your maintenance is so there's 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 like there's complicated formulas you can use and then there's sort of like generic ones so mm-hmm. typically like if you found out your body weight in pounds Mm. and you times that by say around 12 to 14 it's going to be roughly where your maintenance is yeah okay now if you start to gain weight mm. yeah drop it down a little bit 
Yeah. If you if you start to lose weight and that's your goal, then you keep it the same. Likewise, either way you want to go. Yeah. Keep your protein. I think we briefly spoke about this before. Your protein content. You want to be thinking about a gram per pound of lean body mass. Mm. Yeah. So if you have that and you're still getting your nutrients, like you're getting a, a variety of vegetables and a variety of fruits and things like that, and your complex carbs and things like that, then as long as you stick to those calories, that protein amount with those nutrients, you can just build up and it's pretty simple. Okay. People like to think of it as really complicated. Like you've got to have like seven meals a day. Yeah. Every three hours. It's yeah. just got to be chicken and rice. <laughs> yeah. Whereas chicken breast is pretty low nutrients. Yeah. It's not, not a great source. Yeah. Um, it's, it's much simpler than people think. Right. So like, my fitness pal great it's free mm. yeah don't ever need to pay for any of the advertisements or anything like that mm. um you don't even need to put it in the meals like a lot of people get obsessed with like they have like their breakfast snack and they're like going through all these formulas and enter it into that way you can put it all in breakfast if you, oh, want, if you want to oh, save time whatever. just put it breakfast <laughs> bang, 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 bang. it'll tell you the same thing because yeah. ultimately your end goal is by the day by the time that day finishes mm. that you run the correct calories mm. you've got the correct macros mm. and you've got a lot of uh, your vitamins and minerals in from the rest of the foods you've eaten whether that be from supplementation or from things like fruits and vegetables yeah Oh, human food. <laughs> yeah, or human food. <laughs> uh, so for people like me, they're kind of like, because I can stick to a diet, like, and you'll find this fucking hilarious probably. Like at one point I had uh, couscous and mackerel tins because it was the cheapest form of protein I could get. I was okay. like, mackerel nice. tin has like 19 grams of protein. Sure. And I somehow worked out that I needed like 100 grams of protein or something. And How much do you weigh? 13 stone. I don't know what it is in pounds. Do you know in kilos? No. My my uh, stone translation isn't good. If it was kilos and pounds, I'd be there. Thirteen stone and pounds. That is one hundred eighty-two pounds. One hundred eighty-two pounds. Okay. Does that sound right? Does that sound right? Am I? Yeah. Seems like okay. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I'm like I'm like seventeen and a half, something like that. Almost eighteen stone. Okay. Yeah. So, um. Okay. So for you, you could, I mean, if you, the easiest way would be like your 182 pounds, yeah. try and get 182 grams of protein in. Now that's not actually what you would need. You yeah. could actually get away with less mm-hmm. because that's not lean body mass. We've all got body fat on us. You know, yeah. We're all like around the sort of like 10, 20, 30% body fat people are. Mm-hmm. But as a typical rule, like it's not going to cause you any harm to go on the high end of protein. Yeah. Yeah. So you could go for 182 mm-hmm. if you're 182 pounds. Now it's probably a little bit. It's it's slightly excessive, mm-hmm. but with no negative consequences from it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So if you find it difficult, you could then go down to like just times that by um, zero point eight five, and then boom, then you've got like you're saying you're like roughly fifteen percent. Mm-hmm. You you won't know exactly what you are unless you get like a DEXA scan and things like that. And they're also not that accurate as well. They can be manipulated by water and all kind of things like that. Yeah. But just know you're roughly going to be like fifteen twenty percent, like most people are. Mm-hmm take that off and you do that and then you'll end up with whatever it may be like 155 grams a day okay yeah and then you know you need to hit that so like I, I started to notice that like the markets are kind of like controlled so like per gram of protein is like roughly like two three pounds or something like that so like a, you sure. get a protein bar 10 grams and it's like two pound 50 or whatever sure like, oh, shit, so 10 grams two pound whatever um so is there like a a certain like set of meals that you know contains that kind of amount of like protein or other nutrients that I don't know about that you need that you kind of like refer to daily and then like maybe you'll change it up like or because what I eat yeah so I think great go-to protein sources and that depends on your dietary requirements your beliefs and things like that mm. um, beef is a really good one mm. so if you look at a lot of the so the idea of like the vertical diet which is stand efforting sort of diet which is foods that are like least inflammatory mm. easiest to digest don't leave you bloated and tired yeah and they're 
um, full of nutrients. Mm. Yeah, so things like beef is a it's got loads of micronutrients in it, um, vitamins, all that kind of stuff. Great protein content, really good for building muscle. Mm. Same thing with eggs; they're like sort of like the complete building block. Mm -hmm. um, but then you can also go with like vegan sources. You just need to get a variety of them, so you hit all that amino acid profiles and all that yeah. kind of stuff, and then you'd be fine as well. Um, but ultimately, it's about once you start tracking and understanding what you're eating, you'll you'll sort of know how much protein is in each one. So like, there's roughly per egg, there's like six grams of protein. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes more, sometimes less. Yeah. yeah. So you know, like, okay, cool. Had four eggs. Yeah. I've had like twenty, twenty-four grams. Cool. Yeah. Boom. I know that. And then like protein shakes, typically they're like, they're not bad as well. I know some people think they're bad. Like mm -hmm. they can be useful at all just to get more protein. Now you shouldn't replace them for like you shouldn't just start drinking shakes and no <laughs> yeah. real food. Fuel only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you still need real food in there, but yeah. they're a great supplementation for it. Mm. So like typically a scoop of protein, if you've got like twenty five grams, it's like twenty grams of protein. Mm. Yeah. Chicken breast you're looking at. I don't really recommend eating chicken breast, but chicken breast typically, like if it's raw, mm -hmm. I tend to like to know like the weight raw. I'm not saying you need to weigh that out, but like if you have a packet of 500 grams chicken breast mm -hmm. raw, then that's going to be like 100 grams is normally 20 grams protein. Okay. So you've got 100 grams in that pack if you ate it. Yeah. Yeah, which would already, if you ate that whole packet, you won't need to, but you already yeah. would have had 100 grams there. Obviously, yeah. your requirements would be like 155. Yeah. Because like, if I just smash like tons and tons of calories and, and, uh, and protein or whatever, like only a certain amount can be absorbed, right? Before you like poo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think people worry about that too much, though, in okay. terms of like. <sighs> I've done the whole thing of like I've I've done I've experimented with like intermittent fasting so I've done like just because I was interested in like there was some research coming out that's good for your cells and <laughs> all that kind of stuff but like whether there's any real evidence before it I just wanted to see what it'd be like and I got a real good handle over my hunger mm -hmm. um, which can be really useful for people it's actually a detriment to me because uh, <laughs> I'm trying to eat four or five thousand calories a day yeah uh, when I'm training I've got up to that top end of sort of five thousand when mm -hmm. now it's locked down I mean I'm on like four thousand it's still relatively difficult because my energy expense is pretty low so yeah. like you know stuck inside it's not so much like you can... Forcing it down. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's difficult. So that's <laughs> not good if you're trying to get lots of calories in. You don't yeah. have complete control of your hunger. <laughs> um, but in terms of once you... Yeah, going back on today, if you start tracking and understanding everything, you'll get familiar with what foods work. And yeah. if you just keep putting it in, it really doesn't become a chore at all. And it's got great features. Like MyFitnessPal will save meals you often have. We're all creatures of habit. Yeah. So you might have like rice and... Well, I don't know what what's your favorite thing to rice and mackerel, yeah. right? You might have that, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll and every day you kind of have that. Obviously, you should mix up your food, but yeah. like, say you have it five times out of seven a week, right? Yeah. You can just click that in. It will even save the amount you normally have. Bang, put it in. Done. Mm. Super quick, super easy. People think it's complicated. It's yeah. really, really achievable. Yeah. And it's almost like if you don't track your food, mm. it's almost like there's this technology advancements and the fact that we can. It's like putting a blindfold on and training. Yeah. Like just like take the blindfold off just do that you know exactly what you're having because you'll then know like you might be like oh i felt amazing this session i felt super strong mm. i lifted the best i have well it might be because you ate quite a lot of food you had a lot of energy you were you were recovered all that kind of stuff you slept well because you ate more you weren't hungry mm. and then sometimes you eat hardly anything you sleep rubbish you go in and you lift badly but you never know the difference because you never tracked it yeah yeah just track yeah, it there's no data for your science morty <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just track it and you're there fair fair <laughs> okay so the subject ties in very neatly with the next two subjects. So one, I went to break down like human food because they're obviously sponsored the podcast. And um, for people that don't know um, and haven't looked into it yet, it's like a, a vegan substitute nutrition bar with like vitamins and nutrients and things like that. So we kind of briefly talked about it off air and um, sure. you, you, you kind of like 
uh, I'm putting words in your mouth there, but you, you know, you didn't have bad things to say about it. Like it seems like, you know, it's straightforward. It tells you what it's got, 14 grams of protein, whatever. Um, like they're kind of like a, a good booster for me for running. But so with strength training and calorie recording, how would you consider fitting in things like that? Or, uh, you know, other brands, not that we should use other brands because human food's the way, <laughs> but like, uh, so like nutritional bars, like, like a quick food with that. Yeah, I mean, let's have a look. So it's a got, does it have a barcode? Yes. So you could just scan the barcode. It will okay. come up with the nutritional information mm-hmm. and then you can put it in and factor into your calorie amounts. Oh, so so all add. the macros will be in there. They'll mm-hmm. jump into the, the app. I mean, it's super useful. It sounds like I'm advertising the app, but <laughs> it's just really useful to yeah. be able to understand what you are eating and yeah. to know what you're putting in your body, which seems like so many people gloss over it. Mm. Yeah, this is like the, it's again, that analogy of bricks. Mm. Yeah, you, like if you've got five bricks, you can't build a wall. But like yeah. if you're constantly like adding five bricks each time, yeah. then you're going to do it. But like... You would you would record if you need to make a house you get the right resources yeah yeah do it with your body too yeah same you walk oh, around I in like it. that I yeah like that. that's gonna be a soundbite <laughs> 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 so, and the right resources are like right nutrients and materials and things yeah, yeah. Um, and avoiding the fats and if you want to avoid fats especially you have to like talk to personal trainers like yourself and well and good ones be a good yeah, yeah ones that have a reputation and, and yeah. yeah and are on good podcasts <laughs> <laughs> exactly very popular well ones. honest people in general yeah. yeah like I don't know everything like I'm not like super clued into all the science and the breakdown of everything mm-hmm. but like I've got a good understanding of uh, sort of your your entry level kind of nutrition getting stronger building your body up yeah mm-hmm. we may not all be like gifted scientists mm-hmm. but once you understand the sort of intricacies of weight training and your form gets good and then you understand that it really isn't that complicated then you can progress from there yeah recognizing patterns is the only skill you really need yeah that's it <laughs> and writing shit down so which again ties into the next thing is uh the goggins challenge that i uh i've uh, talked to my well was talking to you by ryan in the last podcast <laughs> he did it last year with his brother and he was hyping me up and i was like yeah let's do it and then i looked into it properly and i was like oh my god <laughs> but, like physically i'm not intimidated by it like it's two marathons four so if you're if you're new to this four mile runs every four hours or 48 hours so that's like uh, my, my schedule is uh start at 5 p.m 9 p.m 1 a.m 5 a.m 9 a.m 1 p.m 5 p.m 9 p.m into sunday 1 a.m 5 a.m 9 p.m 1 p.m so like it's a lot of running and you don't sleep but i was looking up methods of of how Are you're not allowed to it. sleep you can okay but a lot you, so, I mean, you can do it how, however you want so a lot of people were saying like the um some people were like oh i ate and it was fine and i slept and it was fine but i slept all the time like every time i okay, did okay. a run i'd come back just get into bed yeah, and yeah. just rest and then oh another run um and then other people were like i didn't i just got on with my day i didn't eat anything i fasted and some people were like, i did a little bit of both and uh some people you know they had showers after each one some people just kind of like grizzed it out like <laughs> yeah. like some people ate like short snacks not meals and uh yeah i was i was fascinated by like just the, the sort of levels that people have gone to they measure even down to like their psychology like how they felt like you know like uh sleep was beneficial but i feel like mentally i've lost my my edge cool. like i can do it as quick and whatever and measuring the speed so i'm fully invested in this once so i'm going to like record speed on strava and uh and like my psychology with a youtube video and like food intake with with everything too so i i wonder i suppose my questioning has gone to shit here uh, <laughs> like, as you were talking about like kind of um the data 
uh, accumulation is sort of the key to like progress. What kind of pointers you could offer? I should probably be paying you for this. <laughs> for, for, for running? <laughs> uh, or, or just uh, any of this. Like, so I'm, I'm going into a form of exercise and I'm going to be recording certain things to, so I've got to look out for. I suppose like what I eat, like uh, yeah, you want to keep your nutrients high. Yeah, you don't want to like if you, especially this. This is a challenge. Have you done it before? No, um, and I haven't run properly for a while. But I have muscle memory from like some pretty extreme training when I was younger, okay. um, and I can just kind of like, just run now. <laughs> like, so you might have that natural affinity for it, but mm. like ultimately, you want to think about keeping on top of your nutrition. Yeah, keeping on top of your calories. Mm. Like if you're going to be doing two marathons, two days. Mm. Yeah, you like. I think it'd be a mistake to just fast the whole thing unless you've been training too fast for for, for two days running two marathons, <laughs> which is a very specific type of training. Yeah. Yeah. So the mistake would be to try and do too many things at once. So like, yeah. I'm going to do this as an epic feat of sort of fitness and I'm going to do it as a fasting feat as well. So I can yeah. be like, I fasted for two days and I did this and I didn't sleep. Yeah. I would sleep when you need to. Yeah. Make sure you get the same, same amount of food as you normally would, or mm. more, more so. If you, you don't track calories, so you probably need more because of the obviously the increased yeah. energy expenditure. But if you don't track it, it'll be difficult. Make sure you just don't exhaust yourself from mm. basically lack of nutrition yeah. and getting too dialed into what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, you need to be sensible with it. Like fuel yourself up. Give yeah, yeah. Sleep if you need to sleep. <laughs> so, so when people are saying like, if you eat, it will take up more energy from your run, for instance, and you kind of need all your energy for the run. So like, don't eat. So uh, to me, that was making a lot of sense. But the way they were saying it was kind of like, maybe like, because if I did eat like a big slap up steak dinner, you know, like yeah. potatoes, everything, like I can't imagine I would be bloated. I wouldn't want to do that for my run. But say uh, human food or like uh, the thing I've chosen, because uh, I, I didn't want to fast, but I didn't want to eat big meals, so I, I chose chia seeds with like almond milk because okay. like uh, there's this Mexican tribe they do ultra running and they just uh, and whenever i have tried doing this like gelatinous soup that it makes like i felt like great like loads of energy so whether it will get me two marathons <laughs> in two days i don't know <laughs> but also like so you run four miles every four hours right mm. so once you've completed those four miles yeah you get to rest yeah and do whatever so it's what whatever time you have left over mm. you can just do what you want to. Yeah. yeah yeah so you might run Four miles relatively quickly. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes? Yeah, about that, yeah. Something like that, yeah. if you're being relatively conservative with it. Yeah. So then you'll have three and a half hours to fuck where you could eat when you got back in. Yeah. you still got two, two and a half hours or whatever after eating to digest. Yeah. You know, sort yourself out and then go back out to it. So I don't know, like, it, it well, might make yeah. you tired for, the, if you were, like, immediately wanted to run again. Like, yeah. you were only allowed half an hour between four-mile runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've got... There's a, that's a prolonged period of time. Yes, you're right. <laughs> so I don't, I don't understand, like, why it'd make you feel groggy. It might make you feel groggy in the yeah. meantime. Yeah. Maybe at 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Yeah. Like, but then you wouldn't eat then anyway. But you yeah. might want to sleep then. Yeah, exactly. You might want to go, okay, I'll get a couple hours of sleep. That's the bit I'm worried about the most, because Alex isn't good at waking up. Yeah. <laughs> like, he sucks. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I have a fear of, like, uh, waking up. Fresh as a daisy, 11 a.m. the next day, <laughs> and I should have done like five more runs in that time. Yeah. Like, oh shit! So I was considering just um, like sleeping, but like in an uncomfortable place, like so in a chair or like on the sofa, like you know, somewhere that if my alarm goes off across the room, I can just be like, ah, like, get up, go for the run. That might mess you up, like yeah. mess up your back or something like that, <laughs> True, and then yeah, running yeah. with an injured back would be pretty poor. <laughs> it's yeah, maybe a bad idea. But I know if I get into bed and I wrap up in a duvet, I'm gonna be like that alarm go off, and that voice will be like, no, 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 shh. But you should like you'd be too far. You've already committed to it. Exactly. You make yeah. a YouTube videos. No, you can't back out now. Exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, so you'd have to document backing out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I'm gonna be as honest saying if I do fuck up, I'm gonna be like 100. Okay. Honest. I think it's 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 quite a cleverly formulated challenge. I think it's really tough, but mm. it's like bite-sized chunks in a sense. Now yeah. I'm not a great runner, so don't, don't <laughs> make me try and do it. But but I think it's four miles is doable. Yeah. And then 
for our rest. Yeah. yeah. Just keep doing that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of like optimistic about it. I think it's going to be fine. It should be hilarious because I get more delirious as time goes on. Yeah. Like, yeah the just... second day, we, like, towards the end, like the <laughs> yeah, last, sort of, like, <laughs> last 12 miles, I guess, will be pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and I imagine the last four will be me running towards Brighton to go do like a filming thing as well. <laughs> so yeah. I'll go straight into some work. Like, <laughs> luckily, I have to act like someone is throwing up. So it should be fine. <laughs> nice, there you go. You could be like, I look white already. Like, I'm, yeah. I feel real like sick. Shaking, crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should be interesting. Okay, um, so w- your aversion to uh, cardio or, or, or running? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have an aversion to it. Like mm. I, I, um, it's not I think it has its place. Yeah. Um, is it something I enjoy? Yeah. Unless it's like a, a sport, mm-hmm. no. Like a fun. Version. Yeah, it's just not something I find fun. Yeah. Um, so in terms of me, like divulging into being like, I'm gonna run ten miles. Like my brain would never be like, ah, oh, I would enjoy that. <laughs> no, but there was a guy. Um, we talk about running and he, he said the reason it's so good is that you don't enjoy it Yeah. so like it's that mental toughness uh, mm. of the first some people do yeah. enjoy it but yeah. he was saying and that's the only real thing that I understood because I don't enjoy it Yeah. some people love it just like I'm, I'm sure that some people find weight, weight training really difficult yeah. like mentally hard to get themselves in the zone for sure whereas I find that pretty comfortable like I enjoy that if I, I, I might get to the point where I like burn out I'm a bit tired like I've been pushing myself hard and mm. I, I have like a week where training's tough mm. and then if like I say I have like four or five days off I'm like, oh, I need to do that. Yeah, I need to get back in straight train. But I don't have that with cardio. I'm no. not like, oh, I need to run. Yeah, I'd love to train for a day. Because <laughs> like, I yeah. have the opposite. Like, Being interesting. For... Yeah, I think people like. I think I'm very much sort of like fast twitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You might be more slow twitch, although you don't know because you haven't actually. Trained. And and also I might. I don't know because yeah. I've never done a prolonged period of time of. Uh, yeah. Uh, endurance I feel like such a dick because so many people in my past I've been like hammering them I was like no just keep running like that I know it sucks I know it sucks but just keep going another lamppost and then like, all of a sudden they'll be fine and I have I have, I suppose I've measured some science to a degree like uh, mm-hmm. I've taken people that have claimed like I'm really sure running I'm new to it I can only run like half a mile mile whatever and then um, I've taken them on like really long runs just by like talking to them sure and, distracting and, them yeah yeah, and, yeah. And, like, I'm just, and like hey look, we ran this far and they're like fuck <laughs> and uh, yeah it's like well, it's just psychology then it's just like mind and well, like, was it just mind with everything and I'm like this like war path to unlock like the mind <laughs> like you know how, how far can I go with my ambitions in life how, you know, can I generate income can I can I achieve wonders can I save the planet can I get big can I like you know, <laughs> you know like really too many things right? but I'm like just a few goals yeah, yeah exactly yeah like I mean, my overall plan was podcast <laughs> This podcast is all a fat. So it's a jewelry. Really, I want to create big domes that produce like water for people, so no one has to die of fucking thirst because it traumatized me as a kid to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that's, that's, that's all fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good aspirations to have. Thanks, man. Bring on the dome. Where right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the closest I've got is uh, Laura from Lunar Waves Dome. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, cool guest, cool yoga. If you're into yoga, watch that episode. Uh, I've got to that point where I'm like. I talk too much and I'm like hazy. Um, Should we have a break? Because I, I could I could use the, yeah, the lavatory. <laughs> cool. Go ahead, my friend. We're back. Yeah, we've been talking for ages off camera, but you'll never know what we said. <laughs> uh, okay, so gymnastic rings. Like this is a thing that you discovered in lockdowns. Um, and amazingly, <laughs> I asked earlier, you said, do it on trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like I, I, I don't have access to somewhere to... Um, suspend them from where I live so um, yeah just found a found a large tree <laughs> you want to make sure it's strong and healthy and the, the branch is thick yeah. and I just hang it up there and uh, that was sort of like my saviour my mental saviour in the mm. in the, especially in the first lockdown yeah um, because uh, 
it could completely shut down what I do. So like, I always train. Mm-hmm. And then that not being an option anymore. And I don't have any equipment. Well, I have a little bit of equipment now, yeah. but at that time, I didn't have any equipment at home. Yeah. Like, just bodyweight stuff. Um, what kind of impact would a year lockdown do on someone that's like gained as much like mass as you have? If they didn't train at all, mm-hmm. it would, it would, there would be a significant impact. Yeah. yeah. You start to lose muscle typically around like six weeks of inactivity. Yeah, so like... It's fucking brutal. But that's still pretty good <laughs> at the same time. Like, you can relatively maintain yourself as long as you're eating okay. um, a decent amount of calories. You're not starving yourself for mm. six weeks without, you know... I mean, it's. I think it's for enhanced people, it's probably very different. Yeah. Um, but you can get away get away with yeah uh, if you build it up it doesn't it doesn't go immediately like people think yeah yeah it's, it's not so like oh it's all what? gone <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. and like I, i've struggled with the periods of time in lockdown you know you can't train how you want to train mm. so you have periods where you train more you train less yeah. um like everyone probably has yeah but the rings were a really great way of sort of something to focus on mm. something to push to get better at because normally my, my primary focus is is mainly just getting stronger just strength training yeah um, i like that how it makes me feel i like how it it, it sort of bulletproof my body gets me stronger you get the aesthetics that go along with it as well mm. just because you're focusing on being strong mm. um and i've seen it how it's made my clients like quality of life better they become much stronger sort of mundane things become much easier yeah and then not having that in my life was like there was a big void in terms of that's that's like my my job and my hobby yeah. <laughs> so like it was like this huge part of my life just got taken away um and i was like i need something that i can make and gymnastic rings were like you can make something to train off anywhere yeah uh, and they're great in terms of their versatility obviously the the old caveat is you can't wear your legs on them so you still have to do other things <laughs> for legs. Yeah. um but uh in terms of a a brilliant upper body core builder and also in yeah. terms of like increasing mobility and stuff like that it was yeah. brilliant for me so there's an exercise called uh skin the cats which i always talk about mm-hmm. um where you basically rotate yourself over a full axis and it stretches your shoulder out wow. and it basically literally feels like it bulletproofs your shoulder yeah you get an incredible range because mm-hmm. you're turning completely over yourself yeah and um you build up a massive amount of strength in there so when i went back to benching yeah i was better at benching even though i was weaker wow so like it was a it yeah. was a, it was pretty cool because i could get access to more of a, a better position to then press from yeah so it was it was, it was awesome it's not like trying to get a, a car and gear like yeah, yeah. deadlift yeah, yeah, yeah you can be like yeah fuck it yeah you can boop. yeah get in a good place so <laughs> yeah. like i was yeah much it, it really helped with my um shoulder mobility because that's typically where i used to feel it yeah if you do a lot of pressing although if you do a lot of back work it does counter each other out mm. um in terms of like the, the balance of the body mm. um that's why you see a lot of guys like this yeah because yeah. they just tend to focus on the front of the body and then over time that gets tight that gets slack yeah and that gets slack and it gets tight and then that has that weird physique but if you do both you tend to be okay but rings I found for for back development, yeah. um, a really really great tool, and mentally they were brilliant too because it had to give me something that I wasn't good at. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I only I started a year ago, yeah, and something to like get better at. You know, and especially at my weight. Yeah. So like, uh, I use it as an excuse a lot, but like uh, <laughs> I'm heavy. <laughs> so like doing things body weight was was tough. Yeah. Um, the rings were a great way to incorporate that in there because yeah. I think there's a real a real challenge when lockdown happened was you had the guys that had loads of space and loads of equipment mm. so they basically just set themselves up they were sort of ahead of the wave and that was great and then you had people that had no space and anything and they were like okay I'll just become like a bodyweight yeah. guru Yeah. but like it was super hard to, yeah. to go from just doing push-ups and pull-ups to then suddenly doing like hands-down push-ups and like planches and things like that mm-hmm. it's, it can be incredibly difficult and I think that the rings are sort of a middle ground mm. because of the fact that you can raise them and lower them yeah. you can set the intensity to regress it and progress it mm-hmm. so you can make progress regardless whereas like I'm relatively strong mm-hmm. but then getting me to then start doing like um, 
any of those really complex bodyweight movements would have taken a long period of time. Yeah. And at my weight, it's it's pretty tough. Not that it's impossible, but it's pretty tough. And it's going to put a lot of strain in certain areas. Whereas the rings, because of the way you can hold them and the way you're suspended, mm. it gave you a handle which allowed you to manipulate your body around it. Mm. So depending on your mobility, you could then improve it depending on your strengths, and then you could go through there. Yeah. So it was a brilliant tool. I like. Rec- I recommend it all the time. Okay. I, I now incorporate it. Even when we came out of lockdown, mm. I always have rings in my program now. Nice. Just because it's like it's given me a new lease of mobility i always did things through full range of motion anyway because i think that's the key to training in terms of staying healthy because you want to if you take a joint through its full range of motion it keeps it Mm. yeah so practice it and it will stay there Mm. um but these take it to another level i think in terms of back and core development they are they are the best yeah lost my point um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> as you say, is it functional fitness as well? Because I guess you're doing movements that, like, let's say you're in like a situation that you needed to climb, uh, lift, push. Yeah. Like, that's. I think I think there's a the, the functional always makes you laugh. Yeah. Because I yeah, think pe- people just people just yeah people just use it as a way to sort of demonize something, mm. or to make something that's pretty pointless. Yeah. Um, seem impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll be like, oh, look how I get out of this chair. Yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah. But like you just said it, basically, everything is functional. Yeah. If done correctly, everything is functional. Exactly. Yeah, so if you got really, so you get super strong in the power of the movements, and then as long as you like keep yourself balanced, so you're training your back and your chest, you're training your legs, hamstrings, quads, mm-hmm. everything's equal. If you go to do a sport or something like that, you will be better than someone that didn't do any of yeah. those things. Yeah, now if someone's really specific and they focus on sprinting, they might be quicker than you and things like that, mm-hmm. but you will have a great carryover. They always have carryover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So getting stronger and more proficient in any movement, yeah. whether it be quote unquote in the functional zone or not it is always functional yeah yeah. yeah. only if it's causing you damage and you're doing it badly would it be not in functional. the other zone which I guess kind of like comes under the bad thing and like the bad advice yeah because like, uh, a lot of like I don't know it's the uh, not, I wouldn't even say bro science thing because it's not even science like the the, the pub dwelling sort of uh, dismissal type person is like oh yeah but like when would you ever do that kind of movement you know and it's like, yeah, yeah. these people don't even know what to talk about so why do we listen and but then you've like, got you got to go okay when would you ever do that kind of movement maybe if you're pulling someone up but if you're doing a pull up for example secondary muscle that's working is your biceps Yeah. so it's used in that any kind of back movement yeah. the secondary muscle is always going to be your biceps are involved mm-hmm. so if you can all you're doing in that the they're basically taking the simplicity of the movement, mm-hmm. which is the beauty of that movement. So I know like bicep curls aren't the, aren't the be all and end all. Yeah, yeah. They're a great exercise. I think <laughs> that's what I started with when I was 15 <laughs> in my room. Uh, I was like, this will build my physique. <laughs> Full, complete physique for just doing, just doing bicep curls. <laughs> um, but they're taking that, they're saying like, oh, look how simplistic it is. And you go, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm isolating a muscle. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get that muscle stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's the beauty of isolation. Yeah, but it's simplistic. Mm-hmm. And people use that as a, a negative. Yeah. But ultimately, well, if your goal is to get your biceps stronger mm-hmm. to help you in another movement, mm-hmm. would you like to isolate them or would you like to work them with another muscle? Mm. Well, at some point, you want to isolate it to get it stronger. Yeah, It's just what you want to do. Yeah, yeah? So it's it's taking something that's... It's it's an exercise for an end goal mm. and saying it's simplistic and going, exactly, because I want to train that part. Yeah, And then I'll stick... like comp- Obviously, compound should rule your workouts. Yeah, it's mm. things like... They always talk about... You talk about the golden five, right? Yeah. So you've got your squat, bench, deadlift, overhead press, pull-ups. Yeah. If you're good at those, find me someone that's great at all of those <laughs> that is, isn't functional. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Pull up, but like, yeah. You're not very functional. Like, you still have millions kicking all around. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, find me someone that can do all of those things well and to a high level, mm. good form, a, a impressive amount of weight. It doesn't have to be the heaviest ever. Yeah. And that they, they will probably look good. Mm. 
Yeah, they will have relatively low cases of injury. Mm. Yeah, and they'll get the aesthetics to go along with it as well. Yeah, feel good, healthy, happy. Yeah. yeah. So that's why functional was always an interesting one. It always makes it up. Yeah, it's a throwaway because, yeah. I, I almost want to go through my thesaurus in my brain and just start throwing away words, right? Because there's so many, sure. like, you know, the, uh, somehow, like, terms that you don't even know are, like, offensive or um, patronizing or assumptive, like, until it's brought up. And I live in this constant state of fear of like saying something and someone being like, uh, excuse me. Yeah. And there is the extreme, you know, like the, let's say the, the people that are like overly sensitive, they need to like kind of get a grip and um, they're, they're, they're out there and that's inevitable. But there's also like people I genuinely care about that I, I don't want to accidentally upset them by saying something by accident, like a throwaway comment, like uh, or a functional fitness, like something that people pour their lives into doing, like getting fit and understanding how the body works. And then sure. someone's like, no, it's not functional, mate. You know, that's, <laughs> all of their life and their aspirations and ambitions. And but they just wanted to say something negative. Yeah. They wanted yeah. to, typically, I mean, we, we, we're going down that sort of life coaching guy, yeah. guys again, <laughs> but like typically it'll be, they don't partake in fitness. Yeah. They kind of beat themselves up inside a little bit about the fact that they're like, oh, I really should do that. But yeah. like we normally know, like, you go, I've been eating badly. I really should have eaten yeah. better. Yeah. And you go, oh, I haven't trained at all. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything fit- fitness related whatsoever. I just sort of goes along. Yeah. And your brain goes, I really should. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just go, well, if I say something negative about it, then I can sort of affirm in my head that I don't need to do it. Yeah. So it's just an easy way of doing it. Yeah. That way. It's just a way of like pushing that that thing that you don't want to do anyway mm. and making it easier to not do. Mm. That's, yeah. the, that's what people tend to say. I think there's a new wave of like shaming for people that also, you know, are negative because there's a little bit of pushback currently, which I'm loving. Uh, it's kind of what this podcast is about as well, like highlighting the hypocrisy. It's like, ah, I know you're saying this, but like, have you thought about it this way? You're wrong. Shh, don't be a drama queen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then drama queen. Sorry about that terminology. Like <laughs> drama, uh, student, studio, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even. yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Someone that's dramatic. I'm dramatic. Drama royalty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> royal blood. Spoil. Wealth. In there is like wealth as you enter it. Right. It's this wormhole. Um, Ah, oh, my point. Fuck. <laughs> uh, that was it. The glorification. So, like, there's almost like a new way of doing exactly that, like the negative trait, getting rid of that, and just replacing it with like comical, like uh, self acknowledgement of shame. Like, oh, I'm such a fat piece of shit. Oh, I got so drunk. Or, oh, you know, I sure. ate so much chocolate. Ah, oh, shame me. I did it earlier with biscuits. Like, oh, I love a biscuit. Like, yeah. I eat too many biscuits is what I'm trying to say it's like and I'm aware of it and I don't want to stop because I'm fucking addicted it's so good but they're great they're great for calories I, mean, I, 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 I use a few biscuits to help my calories oh, you do? Like, yeah, yeah biscuits yeah. are a great way <laughs> you can't eat you're yeah. still fit in a digestive nice okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, so if I'm going to do strength training and try and get big and healthy you're saying I can still have biscuits <laughs> yeah you've got to think of it as like life is balance right Everyone says that, and it sounds it sounds wishy washy because it's been it's been sort of like so overused. Yeah. But it's if you want to break it down into simple terms, think of it as like eighty twenty. Mm. Yeah. So eighty percent of your diet's good. Twenty mm. percent is sort of like biscuits. Isn't isn't so refined as like it's all about your macros and things like that. Yeah. yeah? Like we shouldn't say it's bad because you shouldn't demonize food because ultimately it's calories at the end of the day. It's yeah. not like an evil thing. The digest is not looking at you like ah heart disease. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's it's just that it's you consume too many calories, you get overweight, and you yeah. get the negatives that come along with that. Mm. Um, yeah, so think of it as like eighty twenty, mm. that kind of rule. Yeah, if some some people are a little bit more lenient with it, sort of like seventy thirty. It's all balanced. Like as long as you're getting your micronutrients in and the correct macros, mm-hmm. you can enjoy your life. You do not have to have chicken, rice, broccoli, cliche. <laughs> Yeah, which isn't that nutritious at all. No. To just clear that out, that's, that's, that shouldn't be your go-to meal anyway. Yeah. And also, you have to eat a lot of it. 
Yeah. Because it's incredibly low calorie. Exactly. So, like, say fun. you're trying to build up mm. and you're just living on chicken, rice, and broccoli, it's going to take you a long time. Yeah, long then you meals. will have to do seven meals a day <laughs> and just miserable. Forcing it down. Yeah. Uh, watch Zach Efron talk about blending it to uh, just to get it in like chicken just yeah. just sick of chewing um, he was probably on pretty low calories because you know, he's a light guy and he was very very lean yeah. so he was probably struggling with the fact that he was trying to keep his protein high mm. and he couldn't eat too much food Yeah. so that's probably why it was real tough for him in a sense like it didn't taste good and he just wants to eat other stuff Yeah. yeah he's so. working with a rock who eats yeah, like, it's just a monster fuck he wants yeah, yeah he doesn't really have to worry too much about it now yeah. like within reason Yeah. but like the, the sort of the I think what people there's a misconception that the bigger the bigger people are or the more muscular they are mm-hmm. or athletic for example the more they have to watch what they eat yeah. and the, the actual thing is the more active or large you are the less you have to worry about that in a sense yeah if you are someone who's uh, incredibly inactive has very low muscle mass mm-hmm. you really need to watch the amount of calories you're eating mm-hmm. because your energy expenditure is so low mm-hmm. yeah even at rest because you don't holding on to much muscle mass mm-hmm that you do need to be concerned with how much you're eating. And you can easily spiral into that. That's why we have an obesity yeah. pandemic. Yeah. I mean, a real pandemic. <laughs> yeah, a bad time. But um, that's why it's that people just gradually putting on a pound every couple of weeks and it just goes on and on and on. And they're not doing any exercise because it's not part of their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you become a, a, a larger person or a fitter person, a more muscular person, mm-hmm. um, you can get away with uh, more of those quote unquote bad foods yeah, yeah. like this yeah they don't they don't they don't they're not gonna you know ultimately they're not gonna cause harm as long as you have a varied diet mm. and um, you get the right nutrients in as well mm. it's more like supplement it's like a it's like a supplement for me like if I'm really struggling mm. 20% of my diet at least I can you know I can have some biscuits to help me get to the calorie amount that I need if I eat everything clean every day yeah it, especially when I was on 5,000 calories when I was working a lot and I was training a lot mm. it's miserable to eat clean which yeah. shouldn't even be a term as well. Yeah. To eat clean, all those food, it's just so tiring. Yeah. You know, it's just not enough time. And then your, your sort of willpower to do this sort of Yeah, you can hit, hit it for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and then it starts to like taper down to you. It comes a little bit soul-destroying. <laughs> just like with everything. like it, Monotony as well and then taste and all that kind of stuff. You're not going to stick to it. Yeah. yeah don't, people make it so hard for themselves. Mm. And that's the real challenge is that you set yourself that goal of you have to eat this way and there's no leeway like biscuits are bad like in your head you're thinking biscuits are bad well yeah. the reality is you're going to run two marathons in two days yeah. <laughs> you can have a biscuit <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes yeah. especially yeah. especially on those two days yeah <laughs> yeah uh, okay so that's, that's like an interesting way to look at it it is again it's a mindset it's a fucking mindset man yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we should be teaching kids at school is how to approach things mentally. Um, yeah. Because there's so much. Not vilify things. Yeah. You know, make things like, this is bad, this is good. Yeah. Whereas in reality, again, it's in between. Yeah. Yeah. Balance. Explore. Homeostasis. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, what like it is. That <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, something I didn't touch on, but wanted to earlier, and that kind of came up just then, was like some of the, the fad diets. Like, are there any that have been like prevalent that you, that you know of? The, you know just find good stories or, or ones that you could tell people to avoid um the ones that have made you laugh or a- anything along those lines like it's certain like particularly the moment on instagram like fads to avoid like, sure so like if you're looking at if we go as like diets in general right mm. whereas we should really think of it just like eating fueling the body rather than a diet a diet almost has like negative connotations anyway mm. um but ultimately if we use that word 
the diet that works for you is the best one. Yeah. yeah which isn't that useful to know, but it is ultimately. Mm. Yeah. So you can decide you wanted to have low carb, high fat, but ultimately it's how many calories and whether you're getting the right micronutrients in. Mm. Now, in terms of like things that you should probably avoid, a lot of the vague ones, so like you things like Weight Watchers and stuff like that, which yeah, don't yeah. even really tell you about the calories. A lot of it's like <laughs> yeah. good food, bad food, smiley face, tick, cross. <laughs> like that's not going to teach you anything. No. So you're going to be none the wiser. Yeah. And also, you like it might be incredibly restrictive. Mm. I think there was, I don't know if this is correct, and, and if, if someone knows it's not, but there was something like salmon was considered a, a good food, mm. which it ultimately is, but that meant you could have an unlimited amount of salmon. Okay. <laughs> But you shouldn't have an unlimited amount of anything. No. Yeah, like if you're trying to if you're trying to teach people how to manage their weight, yeah, um, so that they have the freedom to eat and go out and enjoy themselves and understand what's going to make them gain weight and it's ultimately the calories and mm. all that kind of stuff. You shouldn't be saying this food's bad. Mm. Like you can only have that like once a week. Yeah, but this food you can have ten thousand grams. <laughs> yeah, because you still get overweight eating ten thousand grams of that. Yeah, and not to say that salmon is bad, but you shouldn't eat an indefinite amount of something. Yeah. So they're just not teaching any real wisdom. Yeah. They're just um, putting people on a diet that probably makes them lose weight because they probably calculated how many calories are in, mm-hmm. like generically that people eat. Mm-hmm. But there's no education around there. Yeah, so ultimately people fall off, and then that's what we had that. Um, what's it? The the fat doctor she calls herself. Yeah. Have you seen that? That that's very controversial. That's saying that um, people should never diet because ultimately they put more weight on from after dieting yeah but it's it's a very defeatist mentality mm. but it's those kind of diets that cause people to have that no structure no education mm. very restrictive mm. yeah so it's all about you've been good or you've been bad yeah so you there's mostly it's negative connotations because unless you hit everything you're bad yeah. you know you see loads of red dots on yeah. yeah like you go out and you have a chocolate bar mm. and it's like this big old bad thing that you had mm. but then you can go in and eat thirty-five thousand tons of salmon <laughs> <laughs> so those things you should avoid anything that doesn't actually educate you yeah yeah whereas the, the reality is download my fitness pal mm. yeah if you want to get into it if obviously like the, the the counter argument to that is people say like what if you're like anorexic and things like that mm. well then you shouldn't yeah. yeah you might have to go with more of an intuitive yeah. element yeah some people are allergic to penicillin doesn't mean we shouldn't use it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But that kind of principle general advice if you're gonna be pernickety on this podcast yeah <laughs> general advice not for those <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so like uh, so one of the fads popped into my head the other day um, there's been a surge because of TikTok of these uh, fat burning pills uh, okay, okay just like because obviously that's very attractive for someone to, oh I just take this pill and then you know, my wobbly fat will go away and boys will like me or you know girls yeah, will like yeah, me or whatever yeah. like, like the the kind of damage that must do to a body because it's, it's you don't know what it is most of the time I mean I I'm, like I my sort of pharmaceutical knowledge is, is not is not great Mm. Um, but if you don't know what you're putting in your body and also they can't really tell you if you're not getting it from like a reputable source not that I think you could ever get fat burners from like <laughs> somewhere that's legitimate um, yeah. it, typically it's it's, it's not going to be a good outcome yeah. to that point yeah and it's 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 very temporary at the same time isn't it it's going to make you look good for a period of time but yeah. you can't maintain it forever and that's the uh, the addiction that people have with um things like performance enhancing drugs like steroids and stuff like that you can't look the way you want to look or the way you do achieve mm. forever there is a point where you have to stop yeah yeah so i prefer the idea of reaching it naturally yes i may not be the biggest or the strongest person ever but i you can get to a good level mm. there's this there's this really sad myth now that you that you can't achieve um, like a larger physique say for example if that's your goal you mm. can't achieve it without drugs and that's a real shame mm. because it's um, it's it gives people so many limiting beliefs mm. that actually rather than it being helpful and people are, like it's almost like they're trying to use it as a yeah to help younger people but actually it 
pushes them more into at a younger age thinking about those things yeah. because they're like well if I do want to look like that mm. I probably have to take that stuff so why not now yeah yeah whereas in reality it should be if more people came out and were like no you can you won't you might not be like Ronnie Coleman but mm. a lot of people don't want to look like Ronnie Coleman yeah. he is a legend but I wouldn't want to be that large yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's very impressive spoils, right? yeah, yeah very impressive but I mean it's also messed his body up bless yeah. him um, but I think that's the real shame that, that we sort of um, there's no belief now that you can do anything on your own yeah, yeah so like fat burners is a great example of that mm-hmm. like rather than being like okay it's going to take a bit of time mm-hmm. but like if I get there and I get there naturally mm-hmm. uh, I can just I can sustain that for a long period of time I will look like that yeah, yeah. so like if I took six weeks off training mm-hmm. I would look pretty much the same as you see me now nice yeah yeah that's yeah. reassuring you know so <laughs> f- for instance the second lockdown mm-hmm. you know that little brief one yeah yeah um, obviously just got back to the gym I was training people it was going really great it was brilliant to be back and then obviously got thrown back in mm. my like mental space was all off yeah. I barely trained for that month yeah mm. but nothing really changed because I'd built it up over a period of time mm-hmm. yeah it's it's not like it's going to fall off it's still going to disappear yeah you can do it that way so that brick metaphor also accounts for how you stack those bricks yeah <laughs> not just <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah okay consistency well, over intensity mm. yeah Hmm. And humility, like, because I think like you were touching on there, like once you get to that peak, like you become addicted to that peak, like that form, like you have to accept that like it goes at some point, yeah, yeah. we all age, we all, we all get older. Yeah, we fall apart, we have to stop, like it's a temporary thing, it's not a permanent thing, it's not like once you get big, you're going to be like the whole forever and like, yeah, yeah it's uh, to look at things realistically and um. And, and why? Like, why you want to pursue these things? Like, you know, is it to feel good? Is it to look good? Is it to um, to be strong? Is it uh, for the fucking Instagram likes? Whatever one it is, like, yeah. you know, but acknowledge it at least. It's uh, same same for me. I've said, when I said asking myself questions, like, why am I doing this? Why am I talking to this person? Sure. Why do I interact with that person? Why did I make jewelry? Why do I like any of those things? It became a lot clearer and I could utilize it better because before I would like, I don't know, make it bangle. Why do you make it bangle? Like, I guess I hoped to sell it for some money. Why do you want money? Like, because uh, <laughs> I meant to. Like, ah, oh, mm, there you go. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. don't you do it for fun? See, there's a legitimate reason in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, could I make money doing something that I prefer to do? Like, could I retrain? Or uh, you, you acknowledge all these kind of like throwaway comments. Like, oh, you can't retrain. You're too old. Like, that's not true. Sure. Like, yeah. Exactly. retrain. Or, yeah. yeah. I know loads of people that had kids at uh, thirty, and then the late forties are like you know, they raise their kid, and then they go into like like to be a doctor or a nurse or an engineer or whatever. Like, it's like yeah, people in their forties. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. really Actors that become famous when they're fifties. Yeah. You know, they make their big break. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's anything, anything you can do at whatever time. Yeah, just have to do it. It's just limiting factors, yeah. Mm-hmm. You touched on social media. I think that's part of the problem. It's just, it's that rose-tinted glasses mm-hmm. constantly that mm-hmm. you're just seeing everything that's the best ever and it's not real. Yeah. And now it's even worse. Like, I didn't even realise that it was so edited. Yeah. And then uh, a few people doing like... Um, uh, like reveals on it like there's this software out there that you can just <laughs> bloody whack it in put a picture in and suddenly you've gained like 400 pounds of muscle and it's like wow okay I didn't think people were doing that yeah. and then you get to see them that's the funniest thing because I worked body power mm. a couple times mm. and um, you see these people that are like these like monsters and then you know they, they don't look the same as they do some do yeah, but a lot of them don't so a lot of people you're holding your standard to you know, they don't look like that. And that's their entire, that's their entire job is to look that way. Like a lot of them aren't, they're not like, it's, they, they, they're 
appearance is what sells everything. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not, not a bad thing, but like it's it's a lot of them, that's their only income. It's not like they have a gym and they're training people and mm-hmm. things like that. Like they're just they are that so aesthetic. Like yeah. 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 So Which I guess like in a way, like do you know fuck it, like if if you're forced into that situation where you, you kinda like have to play that hustle sort of lifestyle and, yeah. and it works. Like I could see why that would be addictive, but like I'm fortunate enough to have a like crippling moral compass. <laughs> like sure, yeah. I couldn't lie to someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people that are quite happy to, and they're like, yeah, "Fuck it, if someone wants to buy my jewelry for like ten grand, I'm gonna sell it for ten grand. I can make the same thing, and I'm selling it for like thirty yeah, pounds." Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and they're like, "I just don't have it in me, knowing the cost of things." And like, uh, you know, I knew someone that uh, bought a diamond for like a hundred quid, and it was like worth. Like, <laughs> like yeah it's the point where once they had completed the transaction they put it in a piece of blue tack and hit it <laughs> you know I mean? it, was, uh, it was worth a lot more like I couldn't lie to someone or you know knowing like those take. skinny teas and all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they stay away from those we're talking about fat diets that's terrible and and, and uh, what was it I believe it was a, like a lady from the Only Way is Essex who was selling something that was like a skinny tea or which was essentially a laxative but it had <laughs> it had um <laughs> Traces of cyanide in it. For fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, I think ultimately, I think like um, some reporters like did like a secret piece and they managed to get her and like, or it was all set up to like mm. see what people would be willing to do, whether they'd look at it. Yeah. Um, because they don't try it. Mm. You know, a lot of this stuff is just they say, look, I look good. Yeah. This is what I did. Yeah. Even though I didn't document that ever before. <laughs> yeah, it's brand new. And I have just got some new money in my bank. Yeah, and I've looked this way for like 10 years. <laughs> yeah. But suddenly, skinny tea. It's what I've always used. Yeah, buy it. You know? It's a template. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just set up a subscription. £100 a month. You yeah. get your unlimited laxatives. <laughs> and and a bit of cyanide. Away. Yeah. <laughs> Cyclone B, the new edition. So those things, those things are probably the, the worst, you know. Yeah. And you've got things like waist trainers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, they the, the, the problem with them is they can create like... Um, a really aesthetic physique. So like uh, typically with women mm-hmm. is the ones who use it. So they create that sort of tapered waist, but like ultimately you're rearranging your organs. Yeah. You're actually, you're changing the shape of your body. It's very bad for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You only see the success stories, but look at the, the hundreds of people behind the scenes. You see that 1% that it worked out for and they haven't had any adverse effects yet. Yeah. You don't see the, the hundred that are suffering with yeah. like, I don't know probably in the most extreme cases or organ failure and things like that from different things not being in the right place yeah stay away from waist trainers things like that yeah like a, a pride wouldn't allow people to be honest about it either like it's, you're yeah. not gonna hear about it but like yeah. for instance i read this um this thing and it may not be true so if you disagree tell me in the comments talk communicate yeah. let's <laughs> dip- diplomatic some of us all our stuff <laughs> might not be true you know, <laughs> yeah um like wearing high heels for instance is meant to alter your body uh, in men or women um uh, to make your bladder press so you you, okay. you lose control of your bladder this way. time yeah you're forward yeah, 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 yeah. So your weight is carried forward okay. yeah and it's meant to make you like over very long periods of time like um like you kind of you don't have such a strong bladder yeah. <laughs> put mean, it that way. Like, like i mean i guess the simplest example of it is put a hairband around your wrist yeah yeah that's relatively tight and leave it there for a few days mm-hmm. eventually it's like hurts and you start to like start to go a bit Tinkle. pink you, know, <laughs> you start to lose feeling it starts to get all bruised around there dropping shit yeah. <laughs> start doing that with like your entire like the basically the most important part of your body all your organs yeah yeah then there's a recipe for disaster yeah yeah concerning and it all stems from, like, mostly wanting to look good, which stems from yeah. wanting to find a partner, which probably still, or, you know, to have orgasms or, or to <laughs> reproduce or whatever, like, uh, like all these sort of instincts. And I think you can, 
because we're evolving, right? We're human beings. We're, we're evolving. We've we've kind of like all these sort of like savage beasts that have all these requirements. Like I need to fuck. I need to kill something. I need to like need yeah. to get my anger out. Well, primal yeah, instincts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we kind of like jogged it in a way to kind of like, instead of fighting and you know the battlefield. Now we box. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. Go do jiu or you know now you, you don't have to like. Uh, Go on like a, a rampage of uh, reproducing. You can you can have a monogamous relationship and, and own a house and a car and have kids. <laughs> you know, sure. all, all these new ways for human beings to evolve. So, and I think we're like sort of moving into like a, a level of like evolution where we sort of need to sort of start forgetting a lot of our instincts and and like I think a lot of that is ego, like and like you know, these, these crushing toxic things that we're just seeing on social media, like, you know, unless, unless you look the certain way, you're a piece of shit, like, rather than just acknowledging that every human is beautiful in their own way, and uh, some people fancy others more than, you know, I could show you someone sure. a picture of you or me, and they may fancy you or me differently depending on their yeah, preferences. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> probably more you. <laughs> hey, it's comedy. Dealing with my trumps. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of like, as you acknowledge that, and like, your way is just our way, not the way. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of like the way the human being uh, mindset needs to go, and it's like again not going to happen unless we start like talking about it and like people with like influence and uh, you know, um, oh yeah, inf- influence start talking about it, and like uh, I think it trickles up as well as it trickles down. Like I've seen people of like prominence talk about these things, which has gone into me, which is now going into the people that yeah, yeah. keep going the other way, and uh, to popularize like humility and being humble would be great. Um, and I think it will start taking away these fad diets because, like, yeah. moral compass is important. Like, so uh, off camera, when you came round, uh, you met my housemate who's now a Cambo practitioner. Um, so, like, I don't know enough about it to to, to sort of sell it to someone. Um, but what I do know is kind of like oh, that's kind of cool. Um, and the only way I can know is to like do it, right? So, <laughs> and and try and learn as much as I can. So if I'm not willing to do that then i shouldn't be like trying to preach it to people and i've caught myself being like ah oh, yeah like that but then i have to like tell them immediately after like i'm not certain by the way this is yeah. this have is i done just, it yeah, have i actually yeah. experienced that thing exactly yeah, yeah. Like, and i don't know what's going on like so i don't know what these things are like peptides and proteins and i have to research them before i start doing it so like like you say with green tea and someone doing a fad diet like like I think if they were on a long form podcast, slim tea, not necessarily green tea. Yeah, it's not green tea. Fucking love green tea. Green tea could be okay. I'm not. I don't think it's the miracle people think it is, but yeah. it's not. It's not. It's not slimming it's tea. Yeah. It's yeah. not turning into a war against green tea. Yeah. <laughs> Being sued. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Those uh, slimming teas. Slimming. Teas. Yeah, yeah. The ones that claim miracles. Yeah, that entire sort of like conglomerate of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, like for instance, if people are willing to go on a podcast and talk about what they do or what they sell, then. Um, they're likely to be like tripped up and shown as uh, charlatans and, and for sure yeah so i think like like all political leaders people that sell you things uh or you know just people that give advice if they're not doing a podcast like you are you've like courageously come on to talk about what you do Mm-mm. like unashamedly like knowledgeable on your subjects like so that's cool and people can refer to it and they can rewind it and like ask you questions like where i could say that's rubbish <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could, they could, but then you can debate, and it goes down to yeah. like that uh, democratic uh, negotiation, like which yeah. is great. It's built our society. So, like, I, I even when human food came along, I was kind of like, 
promoting them and that uh, I was uh, I was concerned that I would become like one of these people right like hey sure. buy this product yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I did, like the reason I contacted them was because I believed in what it's because I can't currently recite it off the top of my head that's more like a cognitive issue than, <laughs> yeah. than a, and if you're selling something but you believe in it mm-hmm. and it's not going to hurt anyone yeah exactly that's that's one of the main things like you could like you could be like oh I really like these coats yeah, yeah. <laughs> make, that's not bad yeah. but if you're selling something that's like take this fat burning pill yeah. this is how I became a yeah. 270 pound bodybuilding elite person you're like no it's not <laughs> it's called a Botox <laughs> bar it's like a Mars bar Botox you talk about like a lot of these uh, influencers and models and stuff they get fillers in their face mm-hmm. so their face isn't even their face yeah yeah and you're trying to aspire to that yeah you know they like do a few dips and a few push ups yeah in your room and you can look like Amazing. you can look like me grab a water bottle and do some squats <laughs> buy my brands <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's, yeah it's, it's it's if you're selling something that you you believe in it doesn't have to be something that's there to, there to help people as long as it's not there to hurt people yeah yeah exactly. ultimately it's not giving you money from the adverse effects it would have on other people yes yeah then then there's not really a question of morality it's all right everyone's got to make money at the end yeah. of the day just don't sell your soul yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, don't sell your fucking soul, fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. That's okay. what you'll be remembered for, you see. When, you, when, you, when, when you're no longer good looking, mm. and uh, then people will remember, oh, you remember that time you did that thing that mm. made loads of people have to go to hospital for the fact that you. <laughs> How many people died? Yeah. 10? What did you 12? have? Like 2 million followers, and you told them to take this thing that's yeah. known to be toxic? Yeah. You remember that time? Yeah, yeah that's pretty irresponsible, isn't it? Mm. You know? Yeah, and these people don't realize that if you've got, if you've got before, like you, you'd have to go on TV, mm-hmm. right, to reach a huge audience. Yeah, mm-hmm. now which is good at the same time because good people can yeah. reach people and people that like are generally like into philanthropy and things like that. Mm-hmm. But if you've got some of these guys are crazy. I mean, I don't know. We should talk. Should we give them press? But like Kardashians or whatever. Yeah, yeah? they've yeah. got like six hundred million between them, right? Yeah. All of them. Yeah, and they're not pushing like proper health they're they're pushing like plastic surgery and don't look how you looked photoshop you know yeah Yeah. so it's there's a real there's a real there is a moral element that you need to have in order Mm. to realize the sort of gravity of the influence that you have Mm. yeah like we haven't got particularly large social media followings Mm. but if you look at these people they need to think about like who they're what they're you know what they're doing yeah and they don't yeah which is a shame not all of them i mean but yeah. The vast majority, for sure. Yeah, that's it's the problem. An interesting one because I'm, I'm not a comf- confident person really. Like I know I'm doing a podcast and sure. I'm, like easy to talk to, but like really, I'm I'm aware that like not a lot of people know things. <laughs> like, yeah. Even like the greatest scientists and philosophers are still kind of like, well, fuck, I don't know. Like you know, yeah. what is meaning? What is? Well, they know like so. what they study. Yeah. But then if there's if it, like. If there's a question that sort of like circumvents it and goes around it, and you go, "What about this?" They go, oh, "I don't know. I haven't studied that." Mm-hmm. But like people are always trying to pretend that they do know that. Yeah. That bit. Have a grasp. I think that comes from like a desire to be like safe or ego, or whatever. It is. Yeah. Like, to be like, no, I always have an answer for, for yeah. all of it. That's a dangerous way to live too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think, like, so you mentioned soul. Like, don't say your soul. Like, I think that's another aspect. So not only mindset, not only like willpower, not only like science of measuring what your intake and, and your output and, and getting it right to be a good person but also like what your moral compasses like because yeah. i was agnostic for i don't know let's say until last year okay good. and then uh you know i was I still like i wouldn't dismiss the idea of like uh 
a higher being or a god or whatever, or even to the point like aliens, <laughs> you know, like sure. like just like unknowns. Like, I wouldn't. I think there's got to be aliens. Yeah, oh, let's do an alien bit. There's got to be <laughs> for sure. There has very... to be. Like I think it's it's uh, it's arrogant to think they wouldn't be right. Yeah, out there somewhere. There's probably not little green men that we've like but why that what we? we created. Yeah, but like, why would we be the only planet with life on? Exactly. In the entire solar system. Absolutely arrogant. That makes no sense. Yeah, even if it's just bacteria. And then not only is that just in our solar system, but like... There's loads of other ones. Yeah. Like like (laughs) We're just the only ones. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Potentially infinite cosmos. Yeah. Like, yeah. I always bring up the analogy that Carl Sagan brings up, which is like, at one point, men stood on the shores of their lands and they looked at the horizon of the ocean. They're like, if you go in that space, it's cold, you die. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And then they started uh, going out in fishing boats metaphor for spaceships that we're using now and then they start finding fish and then they're like oh maybe there's more lands right yeah, and then yeah. they go out oh there are lands there are the people we can trade yeah. them war shit yeah. <laughs> uh, and then like oh we're on a planet and then the next ocean is space and like of course there will be other of course there will be yeah. it has to be and like this uh, you got like the, the uh, I can't remember fuck I hate when I can't recall them like the, the theories as to why we haven't met other civilizations like maybe uh, time like maybe they have been to earth maybe we're the first species to create intergalactic or not intergalactic you know, uh, spatial travel between planets yeah, yeah, yeah. like name a theory of why we haven't met them um like maybe ufo sightings are real <laughs> like, you know, yeah, like there's, there's a lot of stuff coming out now isn't it? the so spooky much, stuff about like so uh, they had to release all the pentagon like files. Uh, articles on yeah. all the all the ufo sightings and everything like they had to release them didn't they yeah and the fact that they have files sort of suggests yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like either, either we're we're really advanced mm-hmm. Or they're really advanced, essentially. Yeah. Like, would be the ultimate if we haven't met each other. Mm. Or, yeah, like you said, there's just so much space. Like, there's almost, like, I don't know, yeah. one per solar system. It takes a long time to travel solar systems. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. And like, you, I remember I knew a very arrogant person that was just like, yeah, and the physics isn't right. Like, our physics isn't right because we don't know enough about physics. Yeah. Like, but another species with other conditions on another planet would probably have a better shot, like, better elements, better... I know better cognition, better maybe they have more arms, <laughs> you yeah. know, like uh, bigger brains. And you think about what's it, fourth dimensions, yeah, things like that. Like you can't comprehend it, yeah. But there's loads of research and physics in, into that. But mm. you literally like it's your we can only see in three, mm. so like you can't comprehend with your brain what four is, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. like it's like it's it's there's things that you you won't understand, but it doesn't mean they're not you know yeah not there they're not real. So as far as like higher spirits or even just other creatures that have an influence over what we do say feel uh should behave like i think you know every like we our governments refer to god and the bible like you know like so it suggests that there's a higher something you know they're all like they're reciting and living by the ten commandments that are given by a higher being like that kind of says to me that at some point some higher species thing which is like guys like stop fucking going to war stop killing each other maybe, like, maybe. <laughs> there's all different, all different aspects you go down with whether that was like um, for order mm. all the kind of things what, what were the, the motives of it yeah was it a higher being was it someone else's way of like ordering things was mm-hmm. it you know there's all sorts of ways you can you can think about those so many and I can yeah. talk about it for hours <laughs> it's interesting but again another sort of like a, a, a subject that would offend a lot of people yeah yeah. so it's one of those interesting things and uh, yeah again if you get offended like analyse why <laughs> then come back come back in the room when you've had that thought uh, so we're like approaching definitely probably two hours okay okay nice before we end this I really want to ask you about like hydration because that's something I fuck up all the fucking time so tap water I 
unashamedly, sorry, ashamedly land quite recently. It doesn't have like all the fucking minerals and things you need. Sure, I was like, I'm hydrated. Like yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm just peeing now. So I recently looked into like hydration powders and and like this kind of stuff. This is probably the most revolting thing. Sorry, SIS, but your cola flavored caffeine <laughs> hydration tablets suck. They're <laughs> <laughs> horrible. Um, but I'm gonna be drinking them through the Gargan Challenge and just just downing it. But yeah, I wanted to ask you about hydration particularly because you cover nutrients and you, you're all about that. But obviously, hydration is a huge part, right? What's your like, like thought on it? Like, uh, do you have a, a sense system? Is that also in the um, the app that you use, and uh, do you account for it? Is it in your macros? Things you have to count. So, so some people, some people track like the amount of water they're having. Mm. Um, you could do the good old fashioned pee test. Where you just make sure it's not a uh, luminous orange. Yeah, it smells through. like. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it's got a smell, normally there's something, there's something going on there. Yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of like the intricacies of like sport performance and electrolytes and replacing salt and things like that, I think um, for them to really become, as long as you're getting a balanced diet with your minerals and vitamins from your food and things like that, and you're drinking uh... um, enough water to not have any adverse effects, mm. I think until you get to the very high level, mm. you're not going to have to worry so much about. Um, whether you're putting like an electrolyte tablet in your tap water and things like that. Maybe for your runs, you're going to be losing a lot of salt and things yeah. like that. You need to replace it so you don't crash and all those kind of stuff. Yeah. You make sure your carbohydrates are high. Caffeine will help with those absorption and all that kind of things like that. But from like a day-to-day level, I think that's something that people like to obsess over mm. the intricacies of it. Whereas in reality, if you just train, tracked and got good sleep, that yeah. would solve 99% of the problems. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Whereas people are like, oh, but you know, what if I didn't, if I went, to, if I ate after six, you know, and things like that, and it's like, oh yeah, it's like they, they get caught up in the nonsense of it rather than think about the like, um, like if it quacks like a duck, sort of analogy, yeah. So like, you want to go with fix the things that are easy to fix and and probably will be the cause, yeah, rather than going for the most obscure. Yeah. things and go through that way They're not awful. to say that hydration is bad but just like people get caught up in yeah. like really finite details of it like <laughs> meal spacings and meal timings and like how to get the perfect amount of protein and like, you can only absorb 20 grams and all those kind of things all those kind of myths that kick in <laughs> and rather than just thinking like right okay like, I hit my calories I hit my macros get my vitamins and minerals and I sleep and I train mm-hmm. and I do that consistently over time mm-hmm. I'll get the results I want it's the hard pill to swallow, guys. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I don't drink caffeine, hydro, SOS, tablets, color flavor, I won't just get massive. <laughs> That'll just make you <laughs> as jacked as you want to be. You just set set a timer and you just get there. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, interesting. See, it's not even a concept that I could even digest without you saying it aloud. Was that the minerals are in the food and drinking yeah. water just hydrates them in you, and then you digest. Like you make you make like obviously there's 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 the issues of like food quality and stuff and they say that it's far worse now because of the way things are made and things like that and grown um so like supplementation can be useful so you take like zinc and magnesium get vitamin d and it seems to be really important especially like we got the whole covid situation yeah. it seems to be like there's not conclusive proof but it seems yeah. to be that a lot of people that have adverse effects are uh, vitamin d deficient yep so it would be there's no sort of adverse effects unless you take tons of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like something sensible to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. also going to improve your mood. So yeah. in terms of like depression and things like that, mm-hmm. vitamin D is one of those great ones. And we get hardly any direct sunlight here. Yeah, you know, unless it's like actual summer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, there isn't a lot of direct, and yeah. it has to be direct. Even you know? then, I'm like, Wah. yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> can't be like through a window or like five minutes when it pokes through. <laughs> oh, that was nice. Yeah, I've got comes. my vitamin D. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I would say like it, sort of like 
coming back full circle. It's it's do the simple things well, mm-hmm. and you'll get get where you want to go. Don't get caught up in the the complexities of it. Yeah, if you became like top level, mm-hmm. like you're in that top one percent, it might make a difference. Like sometimes meal timings can make a difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. like protein synthesis and stuff like that. Spacing out meals, there is evidence that suggests it's better to space them out. Mm-hmm. But for the majority of people, it won't make a discernible difference. Yeah, ultimately, beautifully put. There you go. Beautiful. <laughs> okay, I usually end these on something really deep and philosophical, like uh, what do you think the meaning of life is? Um, I'm willing to put that question on the table. Or also... what's, what's the one? Is it like 24 or something? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's 42, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll give you the option. Meaning of life or uh, your most uh, favourite type of music to work out to? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, okay, we don't go music of life because uh, music of life, meaning of life. So you combine the two. <laughs> yeah, um, of meaning of life, that's, that's, that's too deep. Too deep, um, too deep. And also, I don't think anyone has a good answer for that. No. Yeah. Unless it's like one of those sort of like... Um, Be happy. World peace kind of things. Live, love, laugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, music to work out to. I like sort of... My music's funny. So like if, if, if I was ever going out with my friends, they'd always not want me to put my music on. <laughs> because it's, it's sort of like folk country soul yes. depressing music yeah, yeah. if someone sounds like they've smoked like a hundred a day that's the voice I want <laughs> like, like, I might invest in that if everything goes bad and I haven't got a job I think I'll just smoke like 70 a day white buffalo become a, yeah just become like really raspy and just sing it out yeah sing the pain you know yeah. that yeah what's that song what's the one he did which is about the the Vietnam War oh it's oh, a great song um Whistler is it the Whistler? I think so. Yeah, that's yeah. A, I mean that's a haunting song in a beautiful way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, House of the Rising Sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not his song, but like yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. good one. Like um, Chris Stapleton, he's pretty good. He's kind of like country, but a lot of people think like country music's terrible, mm. and a lot of it is cheesy, like cheesy pop country, but that's not right. real. Yeah. <laughs> Colter Wall, there's a guy called Colter Wall. Okay. He's pretty damn awesome. Yeah. Uh, Devil wears a suit and tie. Just check that one out if you want to work out. That rings a bell. That's pretty yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Okay. I like that kind of music. Anything that's depressing and raspy. Yeah. That's strange, is it? Because I, I would... So I use music as a tool to get my heart rate up because I'm quite... Sure. Like, like uh, I think my resting heart rate... I can tell you right now, it's 61. <laughs> and that's in an animated conversation. <laughs> so like, me at home on a workbench... Like, that's that cardio the, right there. Yeah, I just got like chilled. So yeah, to get up and do something motivational, I need to be like... But I'm Taylor Swift. I'm just gonna say it. Like, yeah, okay, just, yeah, sure. Like, so, so, what kind of like, song? Whoa, like just happy and upbeat, or like um, I know, like chasing status. Uh, like, yeah, so just... I like I can't get into like anything that's like mts, 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 mm. it, it irritates me. Like, great something. It's a bit like someone just like tapping me here constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know what it is. I like. I like there to be sort of like pain and like a kind of a story. Yeah, it's like overcoming the pain though. It's not like I want to. It's not like I want to yeah, go yeah. into that sort of like emo music that kind of yeah. thing where I want to be sad it's almost yeah. like they've gone through some hardship and they've come through yeah. that's what kind of motivates me that's although fair. saying that I don't actually listen to music when I train oh okay cool. so fair so I, I use his preference outside like, a bit like I mean he's he's an absolute savage but like the music's not always going to be there yeah you know? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the music's not always going to be there <laughs> did you run with headphones <laughs> hell no yeah, yeah. it's not always going to be there and like um, if I'm at the gym and I have headphones in like I feel like I can't breathe so like it's almost like there's not enough air getting to my body. Yeah. Because it's like blocking, you know. It's uh, some people have that. Just like it feels like there's less air coming circling through you. Yeah. So it feels like it's almost like someone's squishing my head. Sense it's stuffy. Yeah. Like mm. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. And you also you can make loads of noises and not know what you're doing. Yeah. Sighing. <laughs> so, so, hey, whoops. <laughs> I'm not particularly a grunter, but like <laughs> I imagine if I had my ears completely covered, I'd just be making some noise. I might be singing to myself and not even realise it. <laughs> Get in the zone, and people are like, "Why is this guy singing?" Taylor <laughs> Swift. Yeah. <laughs> Singing, but white buffalo really yeah. well. Yeah. 
Oh um, yeah, that's my that's my go-to. Fair. I I also I fear and uh, like my last injury is directly responsible for the, like the Star Wars soundtrack. <laughs> like, there's okay. just, just one song <laughs> that when it plays on my my playlist, I I run like too far. <laughs> too okay, fast. that's like, cool. Yeah, yeah. And I'm always like, this is the song where I there's this certain wall and it's usually like I don't know. I'm bad with measurements, so like, you know, 100, 200 meters away, and I'm like, this 200 meters is going to be agony, <laughs> sure. and like, I'm going to love it, and I'm going to get to the wall with so much momentum that I like fold over it, and then I put it into like an arm push, I stretch everything, <laughs> okay, and okay. then I start retching, and people are like, you're a lunatic, <laughs> <laughs> and then in my head it's like, do 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 do, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, with that comes like stupidity um and i imagine if i didn't have that song i'd probably just run normally and I'd be healthy and not injure myself <laughs> well, it, it's, it's a useful tool i mean they banned it from wimbledon didn't they really because um I can't remember who it, was. it might have been like pete sampras was playing someone who was who was good but obviously like nowhere near his level mm. and he was he was he was getting completely dominated because he had music in. no 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 he was oh. this is before so like he was oh. getting completely dominated i think he was like something like I mean, I'm probably paraphrasing this and it might not even be him, but mm. I know, I'm know i pretty sure this happened in Wimbledon. Mm. And he was like two sets down, two sets to love down, one set to go. Mm. And uh, he put on like, I think it might have been like Eminem or something, got like <laughs> super riled up and then won. <laughs> <laughs> like he was just like in the zone, like he well, changed, like completely transformed as a person. And yeah. I think that's why they, they banned it. So you can't oh, listen to music in between now man. because it's considered such a, like a performance enhancing. Uh, yeah. But that seems stupid because... Um, both of you could listen to music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although I guess they're, they're going on the fact that it affects people, some people more than others. You know, but ultimately yes. that's part of it, isn't it? If you get affected by music, that's your that's your gift. Just like they yeah. might have athletic gifts. Mm. If you can, your like your adrenal system can make you go to such a level, mm. then maybe you should be. Yeah, the smell it. of cookies might make you play tennis yeah. better. Maybe all the good players were like, they can't use it. We can't be beaten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they can't have another tool. To yeah, because like again, like I'm fascinated by all the unknowns and like energy. To me, is like the most important subject because energy is like everything right? like, like yeah. why we make decisions why we do this we accumulate resources and like music is such a weird one because it's like Rogan talked about it as like maybe something we shouldn't have <laughs> like, right because you can like <laughs> yeah. you can hype yourself up and then yeah. go into like a really calm family dinner and be like I don't agree <laughs> sister and then you have a fucking fight with your it can take you into any place like mm. it can completely change you could be perfectly happy and then it could put you in like a yep. certain mood or you could be really down and someone could play a song and you go in there it's powerful yeah I mean, it's definitely interesting so it needs to be more studied on it really yeah. but yeah I, I vaguely remember that as an anecdote that they, yeah, they banned it from Wimbledon which is pretty funny <laughs> just eat strawberries and wear white yeah. no, no motivational music Try and get the, uh, yeah. the we're sophisticated here and you can't win yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I'm interested in other nations too I watched Russian basketball earlier today. okay okay nice it's fucking amazing like, are, they, are they good? especially rugby okay <laughs> With their, like, in, uh, bam <laughs> so one guy tries to do a slam dunk and a guy just throws him down <laughs> and then the other people like wrestling like, like not today yeah like jiu-jitsu moves are being used it's like wow this is so bad someone <laughs> and here in England this is I, I resent it so much <laughs> like, I saw I saw it um, I went out to Bristol with one of my good friends and uh, we watched a basketball game and uh, it's, it's really a uh, it's weird how the perspective of it. So like you're sitting up on like a sort of a slant mm. and we were like, oh look, there's some really small players there. That's weird. <laughs> and then like we went down to like go to the toilet in half time and they were like, the smallest player was like six foot six. Yeah. And that was like just like British League, which is still a decent level, but like yeah. not, you know, not like NBA standard, but they're all giants. Giant people. Yeah, but your perspective is so funny. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Um, thank you for coming on, man. Pleasure. Thank you for your Thanks knowledge. For
and uh yeah more I, I can't wait to do more in the future i want to see coach g in like a year and see you in a year to see like the <laughs> progress and the trials and tribulations we've all overcome um so yeah. post-covid <laughs> yeah <laughs> new world soon yeah <laughs> uh is there anything you would like to say to the audience or how can they reach you how can they find you um so they can basically find me on um, Gus Olsen Fitness. That's my uh, social media. Mm-hmm. So I've got that on Instagram and TikTok. We have 14 followers on TikTok. Nice. I've just started. So, uh, <laughs> Get following, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they can just reach out to me on there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the best way to contact me. But the, nice. the, the leaving point would be like, um, understand it's not as complicated as people try and make it out. Yeah, fitness isn't as complicated. Yep. You see someone's end goal and you think, like, wow, that's like that's crazy. It's not. It's just building up slowly. Yeah, they all start at the same place, and their weights, like we mentioned before, feel the same as your weights do now. Yeah. <laughs> you just get bigger and stronger, <laughs> but it still feels the same. <laughs> and if you still can't digest that, rewind this podcast and listen to him again. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. See you later.